Hey everybody, just a little heads up here. The audio is going to be a little off compared to our usual because we ran into a few technical difficulties here, so we had to use the Zoom audio instead. But like my dad always said, nothing is better than something is good. Enjoy. Welcome to The Buffer. My name is Erpin and today is Saturday, April 17th. If I had the opportunity to ever design my own city, believe you me, the first rule of action, the first thing I would put in place, everything would be carpeted. From the flooring in your house to the streets. Cars would be dual action. They'd be traversing the streets and they would be vacuuming the streets. How about that? And there would be a barefoot mandate. I would put a barefoot mandate in place. No shoes allowed anywhere. And if you were playing hoops, do not flop. Rug burn, we don't even wanna think about that. So anyways, that's what I would do in my imaginary city, but on to my resplendent and glorious co-host. I want to start first with my guy here who has foundly found love in the form of a kitchen appliance and uh, developed a Calvin-like obsession with his air fryer. <laughs> Hamster, what have you cooked in that sexy beast of yours recently? Well, I mean, I, I cook the same thing. So chicken, sweet potatoes. There you go. Chicken and sweet it's potatoes. It's the same thing. No, no chicken. bananas. You can, you can air fry some bananas, bro. Oh, that's that's a different level. Chicken and sweet potatoes where I'm at. Uh, yes. Hello, everybody. By the way, your uh, thing, your theory of uh, my imaginary city, your yeah. carpet. Yeah, it's amazing. What is that? Velvet? Uh, how do they handle Cashmere. all? How, how do they handle all the dog shit? That's inevitably no, the cars are going to be like those, uh, you know, those fancy vacuums that do um, right. But could the they handle water jet steam cleaning? It'll be like that. Every car we steam so cleaning it, the it, carpet. It can steam clean the the dog the shit. Stain? That, Hell yeah! Oh, nice little. Imagine thing. that barefoot everywhere. You it's don't have like, to worry about shoes it's anywhere. It's like uh, get them to the Greek. Remember when they got all messed up and he was did the fuzzy fuzzy walls. The Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they took Jeffrey. I, I, that sounds like pretty much India, but just with dirt dirt roads to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, also joining us in the studio for, I don't know, the umpteenth week in a row what in up, place though? of one of our um, absent co-hosts, which we'll give an update to the audience, to you viewers and listeners in a little bit, the crotch shot master on Instagram himself, Mikey Mole. Mike, tell me what is up with these crotch shots you take, man? These post jog crotch shots. Oh, you take. hey, listen, it's just it's just one of those things. After a run, I go ahead and take my little Have selfie. Have you seen these ham? No, I don't purposely you, you take don't, a picture of my my you know? my crotch. You don't it's just choose. so happily to be in it. It's more for the shoes. Okay, but, after my run, but you talking oh. about like the still of the video, right? Like yeah. you don't you don't go out of your way to choose the still, right? No, it just, it just always oh, happens guess. to be crotch. All right, it is what it is. I'm sorry. I mean, if some people like it. Some people do. Well, you don't, you know? you know, the guy whose place you took. Yes. What about a guy, the beloved Simon? Yeah. He, uh, we have an update for him, but uh, you're still filling in for him. But yeah, you don't yeah. know what's going on. We need on, filling right? in for him. No, I oh, took oh, his place. He's okay. done, yeah. son. He, so, Ham, do you, do you want to, uh, before uh, we introduce uh, our, uh, my Habesha brother from another mother, Binyam, do you want to give the audience an update? Proof of on, life. Yeah. The, he, we asked for proof of life of Simon. Do you have it? Right. Yeah. So, Simon, you know, the, uh, when was the last time he was on? Like in February? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I've been probably. On the... And and it, it initially was just gonna be like a couple of weeks off, maybe an episode, maybe two, if he was having a lot of fun. And then just you know. Yeah, we were off... gonna give him a little Kyrie Irving mental break. Right, but he just went off the grid. Initially, I was thinking maybe he got like you know officially he had a job, but I think unofficially he has uh, different assignments. So mm -hmm. I thought maybe he got like captured by ISIS or something. 
that's not the case. He's still around and uh, he's back stateside. So on the next episode, we will have in May. So it'll be basically like three months. Uh, Simon should be back. We will <laughs> still have should be back. <laughs> right. We'll still have our four, no, and then we'll. You have know what? We script. need to put a yeah. poll yeah. on 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 Instagram oh, or no. something Don't and say mind. who would you rather prefer? <laughs> do you want to know those Simon <laughs> or Mikey Mull? Come on, uh, folks. I know I, I got so much some, love in hey, these IG hey, streets. Hey, listeners, Come audience, on, bro. I'm leave a comment in, uh, right now. Leave a comment on YouTube. Leave a comment on wherever you find our podcast. There we go. And just one word: Mike or Simon. And then we'll so, know which way you guys you are go. Who do you want to? Who do you want to see in the next, on future episodes? I, I will say so. Basically, like uh, Mike is kind of like Jake, Jacob from and and uh, oh no, don't, Simon don't is, is Justin Fields. No, you know? he is not yeah. Justin Whoa. Fields. Stop. Oh damn, son. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm out, bro. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no. I'm just gonna Whoa. get up. No, no, but, 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 no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. You I'm just called me Jake from, no, no, bro. That's not a body shot. That's an uppercut. No, no. Okay. First of all, in the con- in the context so of dirty. the in the context of the Georgia starting job, you would rather be from than Fields has to go to some somewhere else. Did he not? We're not talking about but NFL you're talent. Saying talent well, no, talent no, 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 no. Wise. Situation wise, I'm talking about the uh, Georgia situation. Uh, I, so I should feel better. He, you know, Jake Jake from came in and he just was like, all right, I'm winning. Fuck y'all. And he kept the job, Mike. If you mm, ever that hurt, think for once in your life that Ham is ever. I know he's in not. your best interest he's, trying to make you feel he's better. Not, he's literally not. a compliment. He's not. Remember when you bought that? That is the most backwards. Remember when you bought that Honda compliment. Accord and you were looking for yes. praise and commendation yes. from what him? Do you do? He laughed. That, that was valid. But no, this was. Like, I mean, this Ham, is that's the, like saying you're smart for a black guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, it's the neg. It's the neg when you're trying to get I'm like those. Uh, this is literally uh, a those geeks who try to get attractive girls. They're like, well, yeah, you're attractive, but you know those toes of yours a little right. Or I was just watching a Seinfeld episode where it's like. Uh, Kramer was like, oh, you're good looking. You just need to have a nose job. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I need. No, Apparently, I, I'm... I, I had a girl in college oh, told me this, and she's like, you're pretty cute for an Indian guy. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did she have any... Uh, did she, like, pause and then... Or she said for an it Indian felt guy. like a, it felt okay. like an eternal pause <laughs> to me. <laughs> waiting for yeah. it's like you maximize what you could do. This is as good as it gets for you Indians. Well, joining us remotely <laughs> as always from the DMV, the T-shirt mogul, and now I I guess based on Rihanna's recent pictures, the fashion mogul. Because we yeah. uh, I don't know if uh, you listeners remember we ridiculed Benyam about his tracksuit a few weeks ago, and then he sends us a picture of Rihanna rocking a very similar tracksuit. So I guess the fashion mogul we have here on. But she staff had as heels well. on. I'm just. First saying. of all, I just want to say. What's what going on, Vinny? You know, Rihanna. You know, Rihanna's my girl. That's. But I just want to. Hey, show everybody that, that T-shirt that again is, for for the listeners. Oh yeah, here. yeah. This is on this the is audio version. Stuff, uh, he's got a shirt stuff. that says "Super yeah. Dad." He's trying to yeah. infringe on Mike's for hashtag fatherhood movement. It's okay. It's okay. Now, now his I'll father. Okay, well, I'm trying to infringe fatherhood. I'll give it to him. Um, but I'm trying to on his, uh, <laughs> isn't that the whole contest? <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it to him because you know it's, it's, he's he's a good dad. But uh, oh, see, I, I appreciate say, that. There you go. I'm, black hashtag black fatherhood. Hey, go ahead. Hey, it's like that. Uh, Remember the Chappelle Wayne Brady skit? Black actors. Oh yeah, black yeah. actors. Yeah, black yeah. fathers, man. You you a good dad too, Ben. <laughs> I see you, bro. I, 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 I see you, bro. That. But guess what? Though? You're a little bitch when it comes to dressing, nigga. I'm comfy. <laughs> Coming. coming for the throne, man. He's coming. coming. Right, what, shoe, what shoes are you rocking, though, Benio? Yeah, what you oh, rocking today? today? I, am wearing, I am rocking socks. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you already automatically oh, lost, Swiss, bro. Oh, they're Swiss socks. Right there. I don't I know if that the, makes a difference. The biohacks. Swiss. The, Swiss the socks. Air Jordan one but look, though, the Okay, I have an announcement to make right here, right now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Next episode, I'm going to be in town. Again? 
Again, oh, it's, it's happening. Yeah, it's May 1st, really? Yeah, okay. you know why? How, how locked down in Maryland? <laughs> yeah. any, any excuse to get out? No, no, no. I'm coming. I'm trying to like, uh, you know, you know, loosen up, uh, tie up some loose ends. So I'm going to come down for that. Oh, that should be great. Yeah. All right, what yeah, so, Maybe we so. should be worried about Binium being involved in something shady government related. Yeah, because he's, he's randomly to, coming to, to twice the, under yeah, the guise of oh, what? What, 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 wait, what do you say? Loose ends? Yeah, yeah he's loose, loose ends. ends. <laughs> loose ends, yeah. Kill somebody? This Habish, ends, yeah. I'm telling you, we can't yeah. trust them, man. Maybe Mike is right. I'm, I'm, mm, hey, I'm here go. every episode, though. I'm just saying. I'm here every episode. That's a fair statement. I'm here every episode. Unlike Simon, you know. Be a little late sometimes, but I'm here. You know, you know. I, I hope the technically this is the earliest he's been for the show, so you gotta give him a little bit of credit. Yeah. I hope Simon has been listening the last few weeks, and he's just gonna come like taking notes. How can you say that my those shoes are terrible? Man, your thing is terrible. Maybe we should kick one of you guys off, and then me and Simon just hang on, like at least ham. You know, we're not kicking anybody. We'll have five people when Simon is in, and four people when he's not. We're not kicking anybody out. Everybody's on the show. Okay, fair enough. Well, let's let's get into the show. I love when we talk to sillier, funnier. You know the Boosie, Charlemagne, the God. Uh, what, what is your um, future? Silly, what, is, what is your future Some second wife stuff. to be? What's her name again? Um, Benny. Uh, can't no Candace Owens. Like when oh, we talk yeah, about Candace. people like that, okay? <laughs> you know, it's Come fun on, to have light hearted, you know, I have, I have easy, fluffy topics, right? But yeah. unfortunately, we live in a country, in a society, in a time where. We can barely go days, maybe even weeks, without hearing of some civil social unrest. So, what happened? This past week, or maybe this last when did week. this happen? Yeah, it's uh, been, it's it, been, I don't know, it's, it's the last several couple, yeah, weeks. I think the it was the last uh, several weeks. Dante Wright, uh, I believe he was what 20 years old, mm-hmm. right? 20, 20 years old, yep, lived in a suburb of Minneapolis. Uh, I think it's called Brooklyn Park. It mm-hmm. was actually only 10 miles from where the trial for George Floyd, the uh, officer who shot him, Derek Chauvin, no. Ch- not he Chauvin? choked him, yeah, yeah, need, need on him, sorry, neck. yeah, need him, and um, that trial was going on at the same time, so unrelated we think obviously it's just random and it's weird that it happened that way but he was in his car uh pulled over and cops got a little nervous they pulled up the tag they saw there were warrants out for him and they were saying taser taser because that's the protocol because he was acting a little bit well he was yeah he was being hesitant to be arrested he was in the process of escaping yeah and so the officer kim potter officer of 26 years Yells, you know, I don't know if it's her or somebody else, but they. She's the one. I no, guess no, the she's the one. She's yeah. the one. The, the the more the cop closest to the to the to the victim, uh, I think he was interacting with them. So like, if yeah. he, if you should gonna tase them, like, get your hands off them. Yeah. So she they yelled taser, 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 because she was about to pull out her taser, and she mistook her gun for her taser. She shot him, and then I think the most uh, visceral, most polarizing part of it was, it was all caught on video, but on the video, right after that, she says, what did she say? Like, holy shit, I oh, shot shit, him. Oh, shit, I shot like, him. And the other cops like, are like, oh, what the fuck did you just do? Yeah, yeah like, because yeah. she like, was like training, like, yeah. one of them. Yeah, so an accidental discharge, but obviously. Accidental. Yeah. An accidental discharge that apparently. For the I listeners, mean, Mike is putting that in air quotes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not uh, a gun guy, but apparently it is hard to mistake those two yeah. things. Very yeah. weight, yeah. I, I have color, yeah. I mean, one has a well, yeah. In, in addition the to that, is different. The yeah. shape is also different, you know. In addition to that, um, the officer that shot Jacob Blake seven times, Jacob Blake, you know, he survived that. But the officer that shot him is back, right, on duty. So I guess he took a year leave of absence or so, but he's back on active duty now. That's another thing that happened just like this week. Just bad timing, especially for the whole you know Black Lives Matter movement. It's a lot of bad stuff happening, and then Mike. 
clued us in on this. I think a lot of us had heard about this. There was a army lieutenant, a black male who was pepper sprayed right. by an officer who in just Virginia. wouldn't back down mm. because the guy would not get out of his car. Now that story, it actually happened in December. Yes. But the video, but the video surfaced just recently. recently. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, for uh, loyal subscribers, listeners to the podcast, you know that we've gone over these civil justice, social justice matters quite a bit. Because unfortunately, it feels like every month or so or week, sometimes we have something to talk about that gets brought up about this. So I don't know how much more we have left to say, but I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to just talk about the stuff that's happened these past few weeks. We, okay. we don't have to go back to the George Floyd and all that, just this stuff. So Ham, I'll let you go first. One thing that I find interesting between Chauvin and the lady Potter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kim Potter. Is that they were both training. Mm -hmm. Oh, like uh, somebody with yeah, them. Yeah, basically they had these like rookie, like very young, wow, inexperienced people. Yeah. And both of them ended up killing somebody in very like, what the fuck are you doing situations. It wasn't like, obviously the, the Chauvin thing. Yeah, it's like when a surgeon brings in someone to monitor them during surgery and, and they, then yeah, they kill somebody they, during yeah. the surgery. Or like an anesthesiologist, like, all right, so you press these buttons. And so now, now, now when these doctors ask me, do you mind if I have my intern? Right. I'm <laughs> nah, like, no. Nah. Hey, but no. usually people are on their best behavior. I mean, mm -hmm. I do some uh, like instructing fellow you, you know, IRS you people. Do, yeah. You do instructing? Yeah. And okay. usually when I'm doing it myself, I cut some corners, right? But when- <laughs> That's true. When I'm showing somebody Training, else, I show them the full the right picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is how you should yeah. do it. So obviously the Chauvin stuff we already talked about. In this case, this person is training one, because there were three officers, right? So this person gets pulled over on some bullshit pretext, right? Uh, air freshener, it, air freshener, which is actually a thing. I didn't know this. Well, but we, we don't know that's why. It was no, no, it's, that's, that's it, speculation. But yeah. it, it, it wasn't the warrant. They ran his information, and then they, they just so happily like they had to get a reason the to initial, stop. Him. Yeah, and, so and, the and, initial reasoning right. behind stopping him, which is a bullshit rule. But by, by the way, before you, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but did did you guys know about this air freshener rule? I did no, not. I did not. I still don't I know about before it. this story. I saw it, but I, yeah, so there's some states it. where you can't hang anything from your you because know, it's going to obstruct your whatever. But you don't. You you see people that have their masks hanging yeah from hanging from, too. yeah yeah first of all it doesn't what does it obstruct i mean it's the same place where you put like your phone or your like it's not gonna it's not that significant no, no, it's, there's I a mean, little asterisk not, at the bottom of that rule right logical, if you're you know? a, if you're colored and, and you have something hanging right. we gotta we stop might you. pull you right. yeah, yeah, yeah but what, what this falls in line with is basically cops want those kind of things just as a pretext to pull somebody over yeah like, correct in new york right. they, they right. recently got rid of you can't harass somebody because you smelled weed on weed. yes yeah and and the union the police union was like we can't make our arrest without we need this bullshit in basically it's like yeah it's set up in this criminal justice system it's like everybody seems to be aware of these bullshit ends like you did something nonsensical but then that gives us uh basically mm -hmm. it's like an icebreaker yeah right yeah. oh by the way let's run your this and that and whatever anyways mm -hmm. Setting that aside, so he gets pulled over and the kid is trying to, to flee. The person, the woman who shot him was not the person interacting them, you know, initially, you know, like directly, right? There was another mm -hmm. guy that was doing all the interaction. And when he was, the guy was fleeing, like no one's life was in danger, right? There, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing I don't Meaning. understand. The, no one at any point, their life was in danger. So the why she decided to escalate things to that level right 
I don't understand. But that's in a majority of all these cases that have happened in the right. year. If like, their, their life was not really there. I don't think any of these, they were armed. Any of the right, no, not, yeah, were yeah, not at all. Yeah, the, the major cases they've talked yeah. about, nobody's armed. And also- And they all took lethal all, force into all, their hands. All of the mm -hmm. interactions started on some weird selling loose cigarettes, yeah. uh, a, a counterfeit 20. Uh, yeah, uh, the most bogus- Air freshener. Uh, on the, yeah. the Virginia case, it was basically that they couldn't see the, 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 the temporary tag. Yeah, the temp yeah. Like it always starts off. I mean, thankfully in that case, no one died, but all of these things always start with some bullshit. And then it, it gets escalated to the point where the person, like this Potter person, I don't know why she thought this was a good idea, but she's been in the force for 26 years. She'd been a police officer longer than the, the kid who died had been alive. Been alive. Yeah. 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 How could you make that mistake? And so if she's the one that they tasked with teaching other cops how to do things, it does kind of illustrate why things are kind of fucked up. Like if this is yeah. the person that you go to to say, how should you do things? Or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if something like that happens, if you have lost control of the situation, you already have the person's information. It's the same thing that happened with the Rayshard Brooks thing in Atlanta uh, at the Wendy's where they already had their information. And so like when they ran away, no one's life was in danger. Yeah. And so if you just circled back and arrested them yeah. at their home or just drove by because he left the car. So where's he going to yeah, go? I don't like, think cops, yeah. I don't think they right, think but what like I'm saying They is, don't want to do homework tomorrow. It's, they want to get that like, assignment done I think it's like always a show of authority. Like, right. It's always, yeah, like, all, hey, I have mean, power over you. Right. Yeah, and and how, dare you, you, right. how dare you, you're Dis, not complying. Dis, yeah, right. Disobey. And so when the Wendy's, and this will be my last point, not to hog up all the time, but the when the Wendy's thing happened, my thing was like, you need to institute right now, like, I know everybody always wants to come up with a big, broad solution, but anytime something happens, you need to to make changes that's specific to the fuck up. You know, just like with an air crash, something goes wrong with the, you know, mm, whatever, air, fix max, that specific uh, problem. Yeah, right. 737, so, they took it, it out of air. Right. Yeah, exactly. They took it out of commission. It's still out of commission. Right. And it was one incident. And it was like, two it was two, right? Two, yeah, yeah. Two, yeah, two, yeah, right. yeah. So yeah. in Ethiopia and somewhere else. Yeah. After the Wendy's Malaysia. thing last year in Atlanta, they should have, I mean, this should already be in the books, but if it's not 100%, if some, if you, if someone is fleeing Let them and there's no imminent danger to anyone's life, you, yeah. you cannot, you cannot, you cannot escalate it to where you're shooting somebody. Yeah. Right. But that's not the case. And so like, if you, if you instituted that last year, it would be a much easier case now. I mean, she'll still be, she'll get manslaughter charges. I think they already charged her with second degree. But it would be an additional charge to where you escalated, right? Yeah. Life, life was not in any danger and yeah. you killed somebody yeah. over nothing, right? Yeah. And so if they pass that law last year, then when this happens, you can charge this person with that. And then going forward, you keep on modifying things based on what's happened. But that didn't seem to be happening. Um, it won't. So, but yeah, so my, my thoughts basically, yeah, it's more of the same. And it just it's just odd that, the person thought this would be a good idea. Let me just tase them or shoot them or whatever over nothing. Like so, um, yeah. I'll let everyone answer this. I'll let Biniam and Mike. You'll, you'll get your thoughts. But since you were talking heavily about the police and the training and the lack of their whereabouts, does this further fuel the call for this defunding the police movement? No, no. Okay. I mean, I, I have always because to me, a police is like a vital thing in a society that is being done poorly doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be done right okay. so you need to make it to where but it, the, the current course that we're on is not acceptable but getting rid of 
a very vital part of society doesn't make sense either, right? But so, by defunding, I think they're not saying like, like, let's just cut out police forces. I think they're saying, hey, let's not let them have, they have military. So basically, you, reshuff, right. you reshuffle the funds into other yeah, exactly. areas. Exactly. Right. I mean, Education, teachers have been training. defunded for the the last twenty oh, years to to poor results though. Like, yeah, like we're, yeah, we're exactly. A, yeah, a better but society all I'm saying is defunding. defunding police doesn't mean like, hey, we need to get rid of police. That's just a scare tactic that you know, uh, you know, right wing folks use to right. conservatives use to scare. But have they, got, Pam, have, they, have they not? They've defunded the police in a city or two. Wasn't there a very few occasions? Most this? places they talked up. Was there a place in Jersey just, or somewhere that did it? There, I think there'd been a couple. I don't know about the locations, but there was Camden, maybe Jersey one or, or two then. places where they did do that, where they kind of shuffled the money around. You know, like use it for more for mental health. Uh, you know, educating officers on mental health because some of these issues. Every precinct to me should have. Okay, yeah. so uh, this like is a social worker to go yeah, out with. Completely them. unrelated, but like if anyone out there watches the show Billions on Showtime. It's about this uh, that ginger know, guy? Yeah, hedge fund venture capitalist <laughs> firm. They're buying stocks, selling in companies. They have a resident shrink there that helps get everybody's mind right through the bad and the good. Every place, like every precinct or every at least county or whatever, they should have a shrink available. So anytime these cops, they are mandated, they have to go in and at least talk a little bit about whatever. I, I, think, I, I want to say that. They, <laughs> they, no, I just they do, though. Everywhere they should. I, well, I mean, I, I'm just saying I'm basing it, it off the lethal man, weapon no, movies. But it <laughs> they, it should, it should be mandated. And even if they got nothing to say, you just talk, go there five minutes, talk to them. And if they do have something deep, they can talk it out. Because I feel like a lot of time the restraint is the issue. It's mm -hmm. like they go from zero to 100. And that's a deeper quick. mental issue, right? Yeah. Like we talked a little bit a few weeks ago about um, using uh, racial slurs and things like that. Like if you get drunk and you go from being fun and happy to using a racial slur, you didn't say that because alcohol. Yeah, it just dropped the filter of what was already in you. So that means you have a deeper rooted issue with that person you're talking to. And if the police go from "Hey, hands up" to "I'm gonna shoot you," yeah, that is not "Oh, just I'm a victim of the moment." That's there's something in you that drove but, that decision. But that's like a, a subconscious thing. You know that that show the center where like something. Yeah, but that's why you need a shrink to deal right, with the subconscious. Right. Like I know you, I'm not saying you actively deciding I'm going to hate this person in the moment, right. but when things get triggered, you almost don't have control over that because you've never dealt with that side of your mental health. Right. So it just happens. And obviously if you're white, you can kind of get away with it and, <laughs> and not have to deal with it. Uh, maybe that's going to change now, maybe with the outcome of the George Floyd trial and maybe uh, with Kim Potter, she resigned, I believe. We'll see. But anyways, I, I hogged up a lot of the time too here. I'll go to Binyam here just quickly. Thoughts on just these la these three incidents that happened, right? So the I, pepper spray. I, the Jacob Blake guy is back in, mm -hmm. in office, and then obviously oh, um, also I don't. Or if in, we want to touch on service. the other thing where there was a African American male just walking, and it's in, in Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. He was just walking in her neighborhood oh, that, that wasn't guy? his, yeah. and that army yeah. guy like totally harassed him. Yeah, and they kind of okay. had a big. You know, okay, well, Benium, I'll let Benium go like so. just quickly on the thoughts from the last few weeks. Any quick so, so I, th I think about it, I think about it very differently. Um, I'm going to write a book about this someday, so I haven't really gathered my thoughts in in the best way. So I'm going to just kind of shoot it out here. So I think there's a a war on like African American culture. I think that's what it is. Like you know, like for example, Mike wears his hat backwards. You know, he has a hip shirt. Um, all the things of all the things indicative of a urban African-American male, right? 
So those things, for whatever reason, is very intimidating to white America, or it's also a sign of they're lesser in value. So I can, you know, basically like I can get away with doing something because more than likely they don't have the resources to fight back. And more than likely they're not important enough to make a big case out of it. Um, for example, in the situation with the, um, with the Latino, the black Latino officer, uh, a uniformed soldier, um, basically he was like, hey, look, you know, it's not, it's, he said, my life is not gonna change one way or the other. So you can let this go or, you know, you know, it'll be, it'll be bad. It'll be worse for you. So like in every, if every incident, if you look at like all the black men that have been pulled over, that have been killed, that have had some kind of issue, they're more urban in nature. And I think a lot of the white officers don't, they, there's a, they feel intimidated by that. Like they feel like automatically, like they've been, they've grown up to think about hip hop and all these cultural things as dangerous so like when they approach a man and he's confident and they have this gun, it's like they have a panic and they just like shoot automatically with like out of fear because mm. they've been taught throughout the years. Like, this is dangerous. Yeah. But, but that's like, normal. A- I, I mean, I, that kind of prejudice and stereotype, I think every community has it. Like, you know, if you take a random dude in overalls that has a really thick country draw, everybody's going to be like, oh, that's a little redneck there. He might have a gun, you know, I mean, yeah. and everybody has that. It's just that no, obviously I think, um, I think, acting. I think for yeah, nobody acts on it, right? Like, but don't yeah, have the but, authority to act on it. Yeah. Yeah, but if you have the authority and you know, like you're gonna more than likely you can you can you can justify something. Like you can say, okay, he tried to run away, or he tried to grab my gun, or he tried to do something, and you're feeling a little intimidated. You're justified for killing, or you're justified for doing whatever it is that you did. I, like it, it's just like a big cultural. Like there's a misunderstanding. I hope. Like, I, I wish the cops would have, like, a, a training to, like, teach them, like, just because a guy is wearing baggy pants or a guy has braids or a guy, like, he can still be eloquent. He still can be intelligent. He still can, like, his life still matters as much as the next. And you can't yeah. just get away with it like you did I, I don't think training is going to help, man. I think, if you, yeah. I think if you go to work, you see the right things. They tell you the right things. They tell you to be righteous and fair to everybody. That That's cool. Yeah. But as soon as you go home and if you're predisposed or you're more inclined to be negative towards a certain ethnicity, it's going to come out in the heat of the moment. You're not going to be suddenly better to black people because you're sergeant or whoever told you to be. Yeah. If you're not already like that. So when you go home, you're going to go back. And in the heat of the moment, the HR department, internal affairs, they're not there over your shoulder saying, Hey, make the right decision. Mm -hmm. It comes out. So like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they do this, right? I'm sure they do this type of training. They do. Right? I mean, most they, places have like sensitivity training yeah. and sexual yeah. whatever training. Is, like, I mean, I mean yeah, look, look, look at sexual know, harassment. Still, that, there's training at every normal. corporate it's office and it still happens. Like, for example, okay, if a cop pulls over a black guy that's, you know, driving a, a S-class Mercedes dressed up in a suit, he's going to be more cautious about like how to approach this guy. Mm. You know, like if no, well, well, hear the me police officer is going to be more cautious to the black man in the in the car. I, no, I think I think I think it depends. On, honestly, depends. I think it depends on how docile yeah. and how eloquent right. that guy yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that army way. sergeant. He a suit. Here, he's a just, fucking just military vet, and here they didn't give him any yeah. leeway. If he has on, if he has on, a, if if he has a S class Mercedes, if he has on a suit and he looks, he's very well dressed, prim proper, mm. everything. Yeah. What about uh, what about our Masai? I think more than likely means nothing. 
Well, no, I'm just saying, I think more than likely, I'm not saying you're- exactly Yeah, yeah, I, I see where you're guy. going with yeah. it, as in the, right. the, the, but, but, the probability but, but, goes down, goes down. it's I mean, still gonna yeah, happen. I mean, if you're black, it, you're, yeah. you're, you're- It's like uh, the Kanye it's, West, it's you, you're right. still a, a ninja in the coop. Still, yeah, you're, yeah. Still, you're, you're still a ninja. It, no, it is what it is. But, but if you have this, now, now the interesting thing is, if you have the same S class and they roll down the window and you're dressed like Mike. Like a, Urban. A, yeah. Urban. Urban. Yeah. Automatically. Yeah. Okay. Now we can, you know. Yeah. This, he, this he is, got he, these, uh, he got this car dangerous. illegally or it must be yeah. something a little. Something funny. He's, dangerous. Dangerous. He's, a, he's a rapper. Yeah. That, like, you know, so yeah. it's like. What do you play? Ball boy? Yeah. My whole, my whole thing is. If you is fish like, hard enough, you can probably find something I think there's a cultural, yeah. there's a cultural misunderstanding from these white cops that are from these small towns when they see an African-American like I, you know, like there's these pre-existing prejudices that come, yeah. that have been passed down. So then, when they are in a position, if they're in the dark, they're alone. They have a gun, and they see a black guy in an S500 or in a Honda Accord or whatever kind of car he's in, and he's like, because you know, automatically when when you roll down the window, first thing black man is like, what you what you pull me over for? <laughs> like that's the first question they go ask. Like what you pull? Me? So automatically they get intimidated. They don't know what to say, so it's like attack. So let me go ahead and use my weapon. So I think there's yeah. Like a, it seems like they want you to be docile. Yeah. So in, I, I think in, I think in, um, in, the, in the confrontation, this is a good discussion to have, and um, we're going to talk about a film here, real quick that we can uh, dissect some of this because this the film the film it's we're going to talk about two yeah. distant strangers on Netflix. It goes into some of these same storylines. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to that, but uh, let, let's finish this topic first. So Mike, closing thoughts on what's happened over the past few weeks. The, the closing thoughts that I have are more along the lines of, as a society, as African-American society, like how much do we have to like worry and stress about being ourselves at this point? Like we can't go to the park. We can't walk down the street. We can't, like example, in Columbia, South Carolina, a, a black guy walking in a neighborhood that's not his, but walking in a neighborhood confronts another woman um, the woman goes to an, uh, a, a non-commissioned uh, military guy. He takes it upon himself, like, I'm going to rescue this woman, damsel in distress, because this black so guy wasn't who doesn't, he doesn't live in the neighborhood. I've never seen you. Every, every, every part of the conversation was literally, you're black. Yeah, you're Why are you in my here. neighborhood? Yeah. He, we're yeah. a real tight-knit community, mm -hmm. quote unquote. Like, really? Like, I don't know you. Why are you here? The guy is like six, like four, and he's messing with a kid that's like five, eight, right. and he's pushing him around. He keeps on telling him to. And he's like, to get, get out of here, now. get out of here. And it turns out, I believe, I don't know the, the whole story, but there's even a story, a uh, part of the story that's saying that the, the, the guy, I believe, had some type of mental like incapacity. He's like on the spectrum. Like he's on the spectrum. Like, why are you messing with this, this kid like this? Right. Just because he doesn't look the part, he's not because bothering anyone. You don't, you don't anyone. get the benefit he's of the doubt. In, I mean, there, he's there's in been... the, he's in. A, this is the part that kills me about, especially even when I'm running in the neighborhood. You know, I've gotten honked at, or not because I'm in the street. It's just because I'm black. I've literally been called out be, being the N word because I'm running in the street. Like, oh really? What's the problem with me running? Probably like in... Mike, we've been in your house. We've seen your pictures. That ain't you know. You got a Pakistani <laughs> wife. That that ain't you that live in the house. I've seen your kids. All I'm saying is, is it's just it's it's just so damn frustrating right like but have hey you, have, these, have, have you become desensitized to all these events and this is just like and i would say i've i've become or does this just make used it? to now i okay. wouldn't say desensitized because i've still i'm I'm, a, I'm i'm empathetic by nature yeah. so every time i hear these stories i feel it 
but then I have to let it go because this is this is like the reality we live in. Yeah. You know, and it's it's I it's think- sad. And it's like I gotta teach my children who are half African American, hey Yasmin, when you're in a conflict with someone, don't be too loud. Or hey Dean, don't puff up your chest. You know, yeah. people get intimidated. Like don't make I a had, scene. Don't make a scene. But yeah. I've seen my white counterparts make scenes at work and they get promotions. You know, me because when they do it, it's called they're called passionate. Yeah, but me, I'm being aggressive. You know, like those things. Those things are very just frustrating. Like, like the one thing I got when I was working in a particular position, not now that I'm currently in, was you're not talking or speaking the way you're not delivering. Like we want you. Like, well, won't you take the moment to listen to me, as opposed to tell me I'm not saying it right. right. I'm saying it correctly. But you're not listening because it's not the way you want. It's me not to your language, essentially. Exactly, it's not their language. You're not speaking. And I'm not saying language. I'm. I'm saying it like yo, yo, yo. I'm saying it. It's just that I'm not conveying it the way it needed to be conveyed. But or the way they liked it to be. Conveyed. Or like they, they, they liked it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that right. and that's what I'm getting at. It's just a flood of emotions just going through everything that's just happening throughout the the last couple of weeks. It's just I'm getting flashbacks from times when I first started work. You know, like, or like even in college, like the little subliminal shit, like I was in a class, it was an easy class. It was called reading 101. And it was, I was taking it my senior year. It's at Clemson. And the only reason I had taken it, I'm telling you the story because it's a denier. No, no, no. It's, it's the reason why I had taken the course, because you know how, uh, in the summer, you need to be a full-time student, right? Okay. To get summer full-time credit for that yeah, semester, you, like, you, needed, you needed okay, six so you, credits. Okay. I had four yeah. credits, but I would have to take another three-credit course. I didn't want more work. So I found a two-credit easy course right. just to pad the stats. And I'm like, ah, let me take reading 101, whatever, as a senior. Who was in this class? Like ESL? Oh, no, no. Let me, let me tell you. Who was did in they, this did class? They, did they give you a free book it? No, that is. <laughs> Personal yeah. pan pizza every time you read a book it. every month. Let me tell you about this course. It was so the, the easiest work for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So the course literally was for incoming freshman athletes. Oh, so okay. when I was in the course, I'm a senior. Yeah. I I I look young enough or whatever. So we're going around. You know, I see all these big dudes like uh, James Davis. I don't remember him during that whole CJ Spiller, James Davis. Okay. They were like our thunder and lightning combo okay. during the Reggie Bush and lindell Lindell, whatever white type of thing so anyway i had these like big old dudes tall basketball players all freshmen right and then there were some guys that were my height that were like track like one guy was like uh his last name was pageant but he he actually ran in the olympics but he was like my height like this i was all and they were going around telling each other's majors (laughs) very informative class yeah yeah so when we're talking informative story yeah so when we're talking about our our our, the course loads like hey yeah i run track i'm communications or i'm in fucking tourism and management shit and then and he gets to me they're like well michael what i'm like civil engineering everybody just jaws like like all even the class even even a teacher was like everybody's looking at me we're like civil engineering he's like so they literally said hey so you don't you got into clemson without without an athletic scholarship i said (laughs) do i look uh, look at me do you (laughs) think i'm an athlete like to this caliber so you they they didn't see like another black person that can get in no they all literally it was the weirdest thing it was one of those moments when you're like wow that 
athletes actually looked at me as right. like, yeah, the outlier. Like, hang on, we're here because right. we, you know they they kind of knew their role, I right. guess. Like, hey, I'm playing for this school, I get a free education, I'll do it. But me, they're looking like, hang on, you got in this so, place that uh, you, you, you're paying for. Yeah, it? what's kind of the the point you're alluding to here with this story? No, that's what that, that's what I'm saying. Like those little racial tones yeah. are yeah. it's just very frustrating to go through that yeah. like ever yeah. ever since you're you know young all the way you know till now as an adult you just flash back you're like wow that was pretty messed up as a as a you know a, a 20 year old kid saying like how how could you get in this university right without a scholarship well, unfortunately you're you're i mean being a black male in this country you'll have to prove yourself for the rest of your life no matter how many well yeah, how, yeah. Many, how many degrees I you mean, got on the I'll wall say, like being I'll a, say, yeah, always no, have I'll to say, prove I get, it i get it all the time i'm just so numb to it like yeah uh, you know, it's growing it's, up yeah. in the south it's almost like training for the rest of your life yeah you know because i've been called the n-word at uga i mean so many different places it's like, really how dare yeah, you be be smart our good people but not a justin State. fields okay well, that was, all right you know Ham, you know, did, the, you, know let, you know let's wrap you know this up Ham, did, you, did you have any final topics Re- you Re- look Re- like you were real bouncing quick around over um basically going back to the point i was making earlier anytime something happens i always try to find a what's a workable solution so two things i think the training thing has i think they've maxed out on training mm-hmm. that didn't seem to be doing anything uh, the, the unions, I mean, you know, it's weird. Like most people have like a, a stereotypical view of unions when it comes to every other industry. Yeah, like but, when it com- but when it comes to the law enforcement, people seem to kind of look the other way. So long as uh, these kind of cops are, are being shuffled around, like let's say they have a lot of bad interactions, they get fired or whatever, and then another place will hire them. Like they, there needs to be yeah. a, more accountability uh, when it comes to bad interactions, like with the the Potter lady, I'm not sure if she had any bad interaction before, yeah, but yeah. In, in many other examples, there were repeated patterns of behavior, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so with, um, I was just thinking about like the 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 old uh, ta- getting a, a taxi, the conventional whale, where you had to hail a cab and if you were of a colored uh, persuasion, it would be yeah. more difficult sometimes in certain settings. That's the joke, to, right? To, yeah, to I'm hail a cab, down. yeah. But when you use uber or lyft or some sort of ride sharing app there are individual accounts and you have uh you know a rating system and people know this person no problem there should be some sort of like similar i don't know how accountability could be where accountability a rating system like a uber or lyft for cop interactions that way If somebody's like in the three, but it's sad twos, we even have to resort to that. But, that, right? that's, but, but there, at this point, that's what. Right. There's no only way. Like my my like I, like I can only be uh, I can only be fair and um, balanced to you if you have a good track record. Like not 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 the cop. I'm if you're if you're a perpetrator, if you're the 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 victim in the potential crime. I guess you're saying more from the cops' perspective. Right. For, basically, right? Yeah. like if, if 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 you have a mechanism to identify basically through feedback from the community that this person is an asshole, right? And they keep on getting rated low, then eventually they, they will be, in theory, be out of the force. Right. Right? What the cops just say, right. instead of defunding us, we need more funding to implement the system. No, right. but, but also- yeah, That's but, what but they're saying. Basically, you know, there are a lot of inter- scenarios where it's not like a life or death situation, but mm-hmm. people are hesitant to call cops now because I don't want to escalate this $20 non- nonsense to yeah. somebody getting a knee mm-hmm. on their back and die, right? So like okay. in the, if it was like a shooting or some sort of very oh, yeah. emergency situation, it doesn't matter. But there should be like an opportunity to where if it is a mental health issue or if it is a $20 counterfeit thing or anything like that, you can just, requ- just say anybody over 4%, you know, four yeah. stars. You know, I don't yeah. want any of these knuckleheads. You know, mm-hmm. that way 
there isn't this sort of interaction where the person, you know, does a bad job. And if basically if people are specifically calling for four stars and over, I'm just throwing this out there, then the police department were like, you're not getting a lot of calls, asshole, you know, yeah. Derek Chauvin guy. Like, it seems like nobody wants you. Why do you keep declining have- those calls? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you need to start going to the hood and doing something. Right. Real quick, though, like my, I, I agree. I'm a pity, piggyback on okay. that. I'm thinking like with doctors, right? Don't they have their own individual insurance? Oh, that's right. Like, well, well, now, oh, like well, malpractice? Now, be, yeah, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. So, so now, well, everybody, the thing is, won't they have their own individual yeah. insurance policy? Yeah. So whenever there's a hit on it, right. like you can't just jump to a new department because you're uninsurable. You're either uninsurable well, or you're well, to too be, expensive. To be, fair, to be fair now, there is a rating system. Like if you look up your doctor, there is like, you'll see like, oh, my doctor is a three-star doctor. So people will be right. less inclined so to go. Why not that? Right. Basically, the idea is basically make it to where people are accountable for their behavior because as it stands right now, there's no accountability. Cops, no matter what you do, they it's the almost kind of, they rally around. It's like their yeah. their own race, so, mm-hmm. blue race, yeah. where yeah. no I matter what happens, you're one of my own. So even yeah. though Erpin, you killed that dude, that's fucked up. We're still <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, we get right? yeah. like to the public. I got your back, right? Yeah. yeah. And so like, it's, and then when, when that happens, then it's just human nature. People always defend yeah. their basically. Photo, basically, you know, what you're saying, own. Ham, is like there. It's, it's like you know when you go to a Target or CVS or wherever they say, oh, you know, you know, if you had a really good experience, I'll say, oh, can you please give me a survey? Right. Yeah. Like, rate. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. rate me so I get yeah. a good survey. Right. They're unregulated or unsurveyed employees. So right. essentially, the problem when you have that situation is you'll just do whatever because you know it doesn't matter. Like, right. why should I be good to this person when? Right. It's not going to make a difference in my pay. Yeah, because you have your shield. Yeah, the yeah, union will like, give you yeah, the whatever, money, like, and then yeah. other cops will protect you from whatever. From and then whatever. even in, in, in courts, even with the Chauvin case, it should be like a slam dunk case. Yeah. But a lot of people are worried that there's going to be a mistrial or one person's going to say, I don't yeah, know, exactly. maybe. Yeah. People yeah. give the benefit of doubt. So these people, the bad actors, right, the bad cops, are cashing in on the goodwill that the general public has for law enforcement. And, not, and, not, I mean, the black community yeah. didn't have a lot of goodwill to work, mm-hmm. but like if you pull it, yeah. a lot of people think, like I, I need the cops to yeah. call, you know, come to me if I need problems, you know, so. I- okay, so let's go on to the next topic. Um, we're going to talk about, we briefly mentioned this, uh, a short film, Oscar, uh, short film Oscar nominated called Two Distant Strangers that is very relevant to the topic we just discussed about all these shootings and everything that's happening. But before we go into that, let's just briefly, we got to touch on it because the Oscars are coming up. I believe on the 25th, right? So, so by the time we do next the next Sunday. episode, we'll be already. Yeah. yeah. So um, a weird year, a weird year to say the least. I would say a lot of the viewers, listeners probably have not watched any or many of the films that are nominated, but um, just I'll go to Ham first. I think Ham obviously clearly has probably watched the most uh, of these films. Right. That are nominated in for theater. the award category. In the- yeah. I mean, if I'm going to watch. So uh, general thoughts on the Oscars. So anything you're I haven't for? seen all of the movies. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'll still try to watch uh, the, the the Korean movie Minari and uh, Sound of Metal. Uh, the other ones I'm not going to watch. Uh, but there weren't that many good movies this year. So the Judas movie was good. And then Promising Young Woman was good. But all of the other movies. Were, Borat? Uh, yeah, I didn't like But it, is mm. it uh, nominated for anything? Uh, oh yeah, uh, Balako. Uh, what's her name? Maria Balako. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the acting was best what actress. I, yeah. But Supporting like actress. the, uh, I'm talking about like best picture. Like mm-hmm. I think probably Judas and the Black Messiah. Black Messiah is probably gonna uh, 
uh, when. Uh, but overall, like there, there have been a lot of bad movies that I've seen in the theater, like just a lot of bad movies. There's a couple of good ones. So I'm pulling from either, you know, the Judas movie or Promising a Young Woman. Uh, that's the extent of my thoughts. All right. Well, I, I mean, I, Benyam, Mike, do you have any thoughts on the Oscars at all? Nah, I'm not. Okay. I, only I thing is, I, I, I want to touch on whenever we get the on two distant strangers. Okay. I, I we're really about, we're about to jump to that film. But my thoughts, I got actually a couple of those. I got one thought that's from last year's Oscars. So uh, the film you mentioned, Minari. It's it's you said it's a Korean yeah. foreign language film. Well, I mean, so it takes place in America. They like moved to like Arkansas. You know, like the, it's in English though. It's in I think it's in Korean. Oh, okay, it's in Korean. <laughs> so the reason I mentioned that is uh, last year's winner. For best picture Parasite? was Parasite, a Korean film, uh, which yeah. I just finished watching yesterday. Cause um, a longtime listener, shout out family member, Milosevic Ashish, was hyping this movie oh, up. Yeah, so it was up. so great. So I had to watch because I had nothing to do. It was streaming on Hulu. I'm not a fan, man. Do you like the <laughs> what's the name the, of the movie? Ashish has some good recommendations, the, actually. A lot of not different. Oscar best picture worthy. The parasitical nature of the, I know, but uh, yeah. uh, I, I'm sorry, and I know it's in a different language, so sometimes the acting doesn't come across, you know, as well in another language. But I'm sorry, you, uh, you didn't. Not a big fan. Not a fan. But for this year, I have not watched hardly anything that's up for any of the awards. But I did watch Sound of Metal with uh, our boy Riz Ahmed from the Night <laughs> of yeah. Nightcrawler. Yeah. A lot of different things, and um, I liked it. It was a great movie, actually. It's I, Amazon I pretty good. Yeah, now. basically, like okay. losing his uh, hearing, and isn't that just like a knock on that? Uh, Star is born. I, no, I it's it was, a little it, different. It's about one, a guy. Though. He's a heavy metal drummer. Uh, he's dating this girl. She's a lead singer. He starts losing his hearing, and he's coping with that. And he's like going through all the stages of grief and acceptance. Is he learning like mm -hmm. sign languages? Yeah, all that happens. Okay. But the obviously you would expect the audio, the sound engineering with the Moody movie is dope because it really does put you kind of in the uh, mindset of a deaf mute person. The way they do the sound, he puts in hearing aids. You can hear this distorted. Like it really gives you an idea of like, wow, this is wow. what okay. these people have to deal with. Or so we imagine. Yeah. So anyways, great movie. <laughs> okay. I would I'll definitely it recommend out. it to people. It's on Amazon Prime Video. So let's jump into the film that Mikey Moe, who has no faith in me, suggested to us. <laughs> Tell him why you're mad, son. But when Mike said, he said, hey, watch this film on Netflix. It's only 32 minutes. I shrugged guys. my shoulders. I said, come on, man. I ain't got time for that. But when he I said- I don't know. Can a movie- minutes, it's a short, it's a short, short, it's a short, short, film. Oscar yeah. short, yeah. short film, two distant strangers. It is about a guy who wakes up deja vu every day, this dream where he's being murdered. What well, is my by, dream. It's actually happening. What is it? What? Time. Well, I mean, what, it's Groundhog Day. What is it? Yeah. I mean, but the, the one with Tom Cruise and Emily, that's exactly what yeah. reminded me of. Right. But every day. So the movie, uh, I'm not going to, there's really no spoilers here, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wakes up. Black man gets shot, goes back to sleep. Yeah. Gets, yeah. Goes back to sleep. <laughs> every day he wakes up in the same place. Black man gets killed in different ways every single time. Every day you see yes. on the news every day. Yeah. And, and actually, the, the beginning of the movie, I didn't actually know about the whole deja vu thing. I just knew what you told me. And so he wakes up. The whole He reenacts basically the George Floyd shooting, the first murder that happens. And I'm like, wait, what the hell? Are they copying this thing? Like, I didn't know what they were going for. Oh, okay, okay. And then once I saw the deja vu repeating thing, they're Happening going through all the- again. They, All the different ways. All the permutations. The Taylor, those types so, of things. So it, it reminds me of, I, I kind of shelved the conversation uh, from the previous uh, topic to this because Benny was talking about, it depends on, you know, you got to talk the right way. You got to look the right way, right? And then maybe you have a chance. So I think this movie goes into that. Yes. So it, go, it has various scenes where he plays the defiant guy. It doesn't work out well for him. Wakes up. He plays the docile guy. Doesn't work. He tries to talk to the cop. He tries everything. 
and yes. it never really works. Yes. There's so, a plot twist in this too, by yeah. the way, but I don't want to spoil that plot twist. Yeah, I'm, we're not oh, gonna we're, we're not gonna spend too much time on it, but I yeah. like the film. I think it's worth the watch, especially because it's 32 minutes. Yeah, Ham, I agree. I, you know what, um, Mike, uh, you go first because uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you're gonna okay. So since I suggested this I movie, tell my, obviously, I enjoyed the film. I, I thought it was wonder. It was it was written well. The depiction of what how. African-Americans are treated by the police. No matter how you act, you're still, there's still, you, you still get a reason behind a, uh, why you're getting harassed or killed or whatever, right? So even the ending was amazing. I love right. the ending. By the way, can we- And I don't want to spoil, spoil You, you want to spoil it? Okay, the spoiling, uh, the thing is he- the guy, the guy, yeah. the 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 cop yeah. knew yeah. that he's in the same time loop. Right. He kills him no matter what, right. no matter what he does. But right. at the end of the movie, he's accepted that fact because at the end of the day, he realizes I'm a black man and I will still have to go through this every single damn day. Right. And I, but the one goal I want is is like I'm gonna get back home to my dog or like for me as an African American. I'm going to get back home to my family. Right. So no matter what I do, I am going to, I'm going to figure out a way. Right. Like no matter what happens in my life, this guy will fucking kill me a right. thousand times, but I'm going to find a way to get back home. So right. that's why I love the end of the, the ending of the movie. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to preface it by, <laughs> I'm going to preface it by saying this is only. Aaron Minton over here about to bring that right on you. The point that I'm going to make is limited just in the movie, right? In real life, there's nothing you can do to justify somebody killing you, right? But in okay. the movie, Uh-oh. after the second time, he knows what's up, right? Who? The, 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 the guy. Joey the kid. Badass. Yeah. I don't know who is this yeah. person. So, I, I, Joey Badass is a rapper. So a New York my rapper. only comment on that is um, I had no idea who Joey Badass was a few years ago. I still don't know who he is. He's actually kind of a pretty uh, unique character. He's on Mr. Robot. So oh, he, no kidding. So he does uh, acting. He plays this kind of like hood rat uh, <laughs> agent of the Dark Army, which is basically the evil Chinese and Mr. Robot. But, you know, he starts off, he's just like this assassin, right? He's just killing people, shanking, slicing people up. And then he has these moments with the main character, Elliot, where he's talking about Seinfeld. He's just like waxing poetically, breaking down Seinfeld to this character. And it's like, wait, what the hell? Like, this guy's just like shanking people. And now he's debating the merits of like Kramer versus Costanza. So, and I thought that was some synergy <laughs> okay. there. I, I've, I've never heard of this person. Anyways, he did okay. pretty good. In, in, yeah, he's he a pretty good, good actor. Uh, the problem that I had with it is like, it, to me, it was not realistic at all. Like, first of all, it took him 90 plus times for him to come up with his little gambit to like, let me talk. First, yeah. it would take me like one attempt to like figure out. First of all, you're, we're talking about like, he tried all these different variations. The easiest variation in this, not in real life, right? So this is only in this, in the movie. In this loop scenario, right? It should only take you two attempts to get through. Is that, That's and, what and, happened in Groundhog's Day. He kept on doing it over and over again. Right, right. But he 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 took some liberty with it. So like, here's here's my credit. First of all, he could have got out of there no problem, right? After the second time, right? No. Nah, he has stayed. to do. Okay. So okay. Uh, 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 in, in, in in the movie, uh, in the in the short, he comes out and he's always like, "Why are you bothering me?" Right. So. It, at this point, we know that this is loopy, right? And you know this person's intention is, is to kill you. Mm -hmm. So he's just looking for some bullshit reason to kill you, right? So yeah. it, what I would have done, leave that 20, the wad of cash at this girl who lives in this million-dollar apartment, right? Uh, he did that, though. He did that, though. Okay. He, he still got shot. No, no, no. Okay, now hold on. Okay. 
leave the, the money and go out, right? The cop comes to you. Is that a second? Whatever. No, it's not. Here you go. Right. Then he'll go to the next thing. What's in your bag? Here you go. I thought he tried that. No, he, ne he never did that. He always would yeah, like. He always had a combat. He, he would always like, like, why are you bothering me? Why are you bothering me? Yeah. That is like one death ago. You're way <laughs> past that now. Like, <laughs> why are you still making this stupid argument? Of course he shouldn't I be bothering I think he's trying you. to prove it. He's, it I know, but you, the movie is not a plot to avoid getting right, killed by the cop. The is movie like, is look, a plot to show like what you know, a person of uh, African-American you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. that's but, black, but, what they have to go through. And even if they're even the least bit hesitant, just the tiniest yes. bit hesitant because right. they should be. But okay, but you, you have all the information. So let's say you're not hesitant at all. You're happy that this guy's harassing you. Yeah. What are you on? This? Here you go. What else? You want to see him like- but They're trying else? to prove a like, greater you, point. They're, they're I, literally, you know. like that's your- You're stuck in the weeds, bro. I know, but what I'm saying is like, in the this person spent like 90 times also okay so let's set that aside let's say that's not an option if you're in this loop he's gonna kill you anyways i would come out there and just bitch slap him yeah <laughs> that's, that's what that's what i said like what's well, up bitch point, like i would yeah. just slap no, him in the face no, no, like what are you gonna do kill right? me that already happened like you're gonna like i don't understand why are you not having more fun like i would come out and just mess with him because every it, time because you know it dying even in your dreams still hurts remember it, in exactly. we we referenced the tom no, it, emily it, blunt movie yeah. edge of tomorrow you feel every it. time he dies to reset the day it hurts and he hates having to die because he's like right. fuck. it's still like the memory but as 32 minutes in we find out there's no out right no, right? there isn't. So out. have some fun. There is no out. What do there's, you mean? That's what I didn't get. The, the point of the film. The point oh, yeah, of the, the, the out no. is I'm still going to convince this man, even though he knows this is Tom Blue, not to kill me so he can get home to his dog. That's the end. But he can't. He is going to, though. That's oh, how he? it ends. Right. But what's the point? I mean, there's really no that's point. That's the point. Aren't they making, aren't they trying to make a greater point to society? Are they, it's or are they not? I, or maybe that's the, maybe that's the open ended they want people to talk about at the end. It's a, it's a, that's it's a, my interpretation. I mean, my, it's ending. a very defeatist movie. You know, like there's no. No, it's not defeatist. It is. Like, no, it. like no matter what you do, like the guy's like I am. I am aware, just like you're aware. Yeah. And I have the upper hand because I'm the cop, right? So no, I mean, yeah, you're gonna I talk agree. me through. Like yes, he, he, I'm going to do this because now he is aware. Like right. now he knows. He knows. Right. Mike, how'd you hear about this film? I, it, it was just, funny. It was just in up. my feed. Maybe the algorithm found out that I was African American and I like stuff like this. And it, oh, it's a suggested okay. movie. Oh, it was not that. I had to like search for it. It wouldn't show up on no, my No, no. It just showed up on my account. Like, hey, so Benny, did, did, you Benny like? did you watch a movie? I did. I did. I watched it. Oh, look at that. Night. Four for yeah. four. How about that? I yeah, bet yeah, Simon yeah. didn't so, watch it. Well, <laughs> Simon ain't here. Fuck that nigga. Anyway, go ahead. What you got, Benny? No, I mean, for me, it was just, it was, it was kind of sad because basically there's like the moral of the story is you're never going to win. Right. Yeah. Like, that's like, I, was like, okay, right. <laughs> I mean, I, maybe I I'm a, I'm a glass half full yeah. guy. I didn't, I yeah. saw it like that, but at the end it's like, he's like, he's, he's, a, he's ready. Yeah. He's already, he knows he's in a fight. He's going to most likely lose, but I'm, he's still going to have enough confidence to go through it again. That's how I look. Could at he have ending. called like a, you know, like swatting or you call it some danger somewhere else. And he has to leave. <laughs> but remember, he knows oh, where he lives now. I know, but we got to go. And then you, then you can leave. The one, the one thing I didn't understand is, you know how the guy that keeps bumping into him with the coffee? Yeah. yeah. I would have said, hey, I know you're going to bump into me. Here's my phone. This guy's going to kill me. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Hell. hey, he's going to, everybody, you know. Like, I don't know. He never, he never had, he never asked anybody for help. Or the guy that was coming into the building every time. Hey, wait, something's going to happen. I need you to watch. Hey, you wait. Something's going to happen. I need you to watch. Right. But you still end up dead, though. But he's gonna end up dead. But at yeah. least you know it looks better. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's pretty much it. We right. had to really discuss with this, so we can, we can right. wrap but up. But it, it was good because it was, I mean, not random, but you just kind of said, "Hey, watch this," and it was super relevant. 
to the yes. topic we just yes. discussed yeah. before this. So I did think that was kind of interesting yeah. there for it, sure. It was an interesting. It's just none of the choices he made, I would have made. Were you guys a way. fan of the shorter <laughs> film? Yes, because it was yeah, short and to is. the point yeah. and it was easy to digest. You, man, unlike our pods. I would not have liked it if they stretched that movie out to like 90 minutes. Oh, yeah, that would have been. They, got to, oh they, they made their that point. Is, they got yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. So I just so, want to say something. Um, with everything going on, you know, we just discussed this. With everything going on, I feel I talked about Rome a few episodes ago. Yeah. And I feel like we're having a Rome moment. And, you know, I hate to like go back to this, but like the fall of Rome, like you think this is the, the, the fall, fall of, of Rome. Our... Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, again, I think many episodes have talked about like how Rome was like the greatest empire that ever lived in history. You know, they basically controlled the whole world. They ruled in the time of Jesus. Like they, this was like a powerful, like no matter where you went, they ruled the whole world. I don't think there's any country that's ever ruled the whole world, right? Yeah, and they crumbled and, internally. I think that yeah, was- they yeah, crumbled, yeah. yeah, they crumbled and internally. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like where, we at, where we're at right now in America. You have uh, Black people under attack by police. You have white people under attack by drugs, the opioid epidemic. You have Asians being beat up for no reason. You have 45 mass shootings in the past month um you know covid is just you know un un unrealistic politicians are you know white supremacists now um we're just like in such a terrible state man and i just feel like this is like a you know we talk about we get caught up in like whatever group we're in like we're you know black and brown kids so we're talking about black and brown topics but the overall arching theme is like america's really in trouble at this moment and it's just kind of like sad to see like, I don't know what direction we go from here, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of like my... Little... I think we'll uh, we'll get our second win. We'll be all right. Second <laughs> win? Like man, that. hopefully we'll get it. Heavy, heavy yeah. couple yeah, segments, yeah, 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 yeah. man. Let's go all into right. something that starts off with a heavy take, but we're going to be a little more fond of the memory of Darkman X. DMX passed away, untimely dead, had a heart attack, didn't make it. And so now we're all in the process of mourning a little bit, but also kind of looking back, right? So we have a little fun, little kind of a related topic to this, but let's just general thoughts, DMX. What do you guys have any fond, particular memories about DMX songs, concerts, moments, Mike? So when it comes to this, well, yeah, when it comes to just in general, you know, DMX, it's just that, that rough raspy voice, that street preacher type, mm -hmm. you know, this man was just an icon, right? During his time. The only problem I have, not problem, but the thing is everybody's repping like all oh, DMX, this, you know, all the, all the, uh, you know, you know, RIP, like, but they're rocking things that like happened like 15, 10, you know, years ago. Now all of a sudden like, oh yeah, DMX, DMX, like oh. but you weren't rocking with them. But you then, know, people get a little, yeah. get a little I mean, bump when they die, you know, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess yeah. that, that's yeah. the only little rub yeah, I yeah. have, but I, amazing career. I mean, I, so back, let me rewind a little bit. DMX was one of the first artists that I really started paying attention to. I was never really into the Biggie Tupac thing just because my mom would not allow me during that period of time. But DMX was fun. But DMX around <laughs> no no embarking. No no no, yeah. no no no. Let me be clear. So during that time in the in the in the 90s, I wasn't really listening to rap because my mom was okay. very heavy handed. But DMX came in the scene like in the late you know, late yeah, 90s late, right, and right, 2000s. Right. So it's dark I, and that's, hot. that's when I start absorbing hip hop as a culture. Okay. So he was one of the first artists that I start really listening to. So 
this hit me harder than let's say you know whenever biggie or tupac had passed you know really? when they wow. when it had passed it was like oh okay yeah you I, weren't I, really really, fans I wasn't really music. listening to them so it didn't really hit me but when dmx passed untimely it was it really hit me because like there were so many classic things and just dave Chappelle. this is okay like this just that that he was just uh, an amazing amazing um artist and i i will say i enjoyed listening to his what do you think mike about so me and ham talked about this off air before the recording but every time one of these celebrities rappers entertainers athletes they pass especially i feel like when it's a musician especially when it's a black musician okay a lot of people come out and say well if you dug into this guy's past dude was not a swell guy and they a little bit try to defecate on the memory a little and say hey maybe we should be a little bit uh, chill on the idol worship stuff. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it wasn't like the man. He was the only problem was he had to play out his demons in public. That's that's okay. the only and, everybody and, and, has the same issues. So I'm going to say nobody's really. I mean, yeah, he was a he had a bigger than life presence, but he meant a lot to certain people, like especially people in that in that um in that community that felt like they were disenfranchised and he, the way he prayed to God was different. Like, so those people who thought they were less than because they were always told they can look at, they can listen to DMX's prayers and be like, you know what? DMX is getting blessed, you know, and he's going through the same type yeah. of, you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. You don't have to be perfect. In the to, holy light so of the God. Yeah. To those folks, he meant a lot to them, even more than me. Like to me, I just, you know, he was just, you know, I'm, I have northern roots, so I just I was always vibing with them. You got a song or two that stands out that you were like, man, oh, I that mean, shit was I, a jam. Okay, so for me, it's totally different. Um, you know, of course, you know, stop, drop, yeah, so classic. But to me, it was the what these what these bitches want yeah, from yeah. a ninja. <laughs> yeah. That was the. Remember to, when he names off to all the name girls? all yeah, these oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Oh my god! To, and then yeah. to name like them, gems, like oh, I met her at the ice cream parlor. Yeah, was yeah. like. That was Bro, like, a, like I don't want to say it was a revolutionary got, song, look, but the way he did that song was pretty. That pretty was good. hot. Pretty so genius. So the thing, so I, I just want to give my little two cents on him. Um, it, it just it made me feel real bad because it's someone that was like in our like teenage years, you know, mm-hmm. and it's starting to pass our away. Growth, so it's like for me, years. like for me, like man, like people that we, you know, like were bangers, you know, in our, you know, teenage years are starting to die. So one, mm-hmm. it made me feel old Two, It made me feel <laughs> bad. And then I, I just, you know, I know a lot of people like to rush to judgment and just say, you know, this guy had, you know, uh, you know, 15 kids with nine different women, or he was a druggie, da, da, da. But like, when you start getting to like, understand the guy and fame and, and, and a lot, you, you know, you, you kind of have a different perspective. So for me, I read up on him a little bit and um, he, he was, he was a trouble, you know, he, his mom had him at a young age when she was like 19 and she beat him a lot. Like she beat the crap out of him all the time because I guess maybe she resented him and, you know, what, for whatever reason. And so he used to roam the streets and he made dog, he made friends with stray dogs. So that's where like that whole dog thing came in. And then, Mm -hmm. Um, he started like, he, he was always like an intelligent kid. So then he started rapping because that's, you know, he didn't go to the best school. So that's what they were doing at the time. And he was actually pretty good. And his mentor who, you know, introduced them to, um, weed laced his weed with heroin. Mm. And then he he didn't know. 
He didn't know. He just thought he was smoking weed. So then he didn't know. And ever since then, he kind of struggled because for me, like, unlike a lot of celebrities, I struggled with him because like he was, he genuinely loved God, man. And like, mm-hmm. if you're a Christian, you're, his, you know, if you're a prayers. Christian and you love God, God, you know, and, and you, you, you understand certain things about the Bible, you know, like you're protected by God, as long as you're, you know, like if you believe in him and this guy, like truly, truly, truly believe. Did he become yeah. that or was he always no no, no he, he was always that the guy the guy the guy even been, during this uh Tunisian the, okay. mm-hmm. the, the guy was like <laughs> i think I both things you, can be true you can yeah. be a heathen and uh yeah no no, no he would like but i'm just saying like ways. he knows the bible like he would quote the bible mm-hmm. he would okay. read the bible he was a god guy like he really and then like when you when you see him speak he is a genuine he's crazy and whatever so but eloquent that's genuine like he's just like a genuine person which is like authentic like that's missing from the world today. And I love that about him because even when he raps, he's not really the best rapper. His flow is not, he like really talks, you know, like he's just like a talker. But his but voice it, is very unique. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's his, what, that's yeah, his no. stick. That's, that's his, yeah, that's the thing. You got any memorable songs or moments from, I don't know. Oh man, I had man with, man. Okay, man. I, I have so many memorable moments of t- DMX, man. I love, you know, he was like one of my favorites, you know. Right. He has another song. This is, uh, it's too deep. Like a deep cut? Like a... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is an audio slash video podcast, so you need to tell the audience what they're listening to. Oh, I remember that song. Oh, Rob, I'm still with you. Yeah, oh, that, that's oh. me and Simon's song right there. But you know, anyway, I have so many, I have so many good memories of DMX. But I just, I just felt bad because, like, unlike, just like a lot of people, I judge him for his present and like being a druggie and stuff like that. But then, like, when you get to know the, you know, the the background stories and. And all the things he did, he did a lot of stuff for a lot of people. I mean, of course he had his flaws, but at the end of the day, I think his biggest issue was he had, he was, he just had an addiction issue. You know, he was yeah, just addicted. Man. He tried to shake it and he just, he just couldn't. couldn't. That's all yep. it was. Ham, what you got? I, um, I mean, I don't have anything, I mean, to add, I wasn't a big like DMX person. Uh, I knew you weren't jamming to it in Mississauga. The main song, but what was that? Um, <laughs> like playing Greek what was that, or something. What was Be- that movie that he was in? Exactly. That he, oh, uh, he got some girl Belly. like uh, battery acid. Belly, uh, belly. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, I remember from that. I because yeah. I like you know he's actually not bad as this, you know. The you funny know? thing yeah. about Belly is I I found so like there was one scene I always talk about and I, I think I got made fun of when we were like mm. we took a Miami trip. Where he like raped the girl? Yeah, yeah. But before before he did in that, the movie. Okay. The oh movie. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the movie. <laughs> yeah. But before he did that, he he got with this girl. He's a drug dealer. He got with this like really pretty girl, and he started like dating her and like taking her to all these nice things and buying her all this nice stuff. And then at some point he looks at her and he's like, look, you know, why don't we just get away from all this? I'm going to stop drug dealing. We'll move down South, buy a beautiful, have, buy a beautiful house, have nice kids and just forget about all this. And then she looks at him. She was like, oh, baby, you just a good time. Like, right. this ain't, mm-hmm. this is not a yeah. thing. Just passing like, through. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah you just enjoy this. Like, this is not. And then and his laced, response was yeah, his response was he laced her, I think her cocaine oh, yeah, heroin or something. Oh my god. His response yeah. was to get her hooked. Yeah, that's what I remember. I was like, this guy this character was like such a like textbook, like low character asshole. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, kind of yeah. like this guy played that role like because that was yeah, his mindset. Was- Basically, it's just like on one hand, we can live happily ever after. Yeah. Or 
you're gonna have a bad did time. He, did, no, he, did he play it so well, Ham, or he was just an extension of no, his I existing like that, character? That, 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 I, I, I believed him. I was okay, like, oh, this guy did a pretty good. Very believable. Like, no, could he, it really happen? Because he wouldn't make this shit before. Yeah, but it was just—it was just like the tie between him and what you know what happened in his real life in the movie. I thought was just yeah, incredible. Yeah. Like, right, and that's how he would like uh like have sex with her, where she needed a hit. You she know? needed a hit. It's like, yeah, oh, like look who's back. I like. He was just like, because bend over. And she was all, like, this was supposed to be a, a nice adult conversation, mature conversation all, all by because, DMX. But all because he turned him down. Yeah, no, this is not the, the, the person. It's just the character. Yeah. But that, that was like the extent of my relationship uh, with DMX. You, you never remember listening to any of his songs? Oh, yeah, yeah. All the oh, barking okay. songs. Okay. Yes, okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all the okay. Well, you know, you know, uh, the buffer, you know, we, we some old men here. So I feel like every chance we get to reminisce and be nostalgic about something, we take that opportunity. So with DMX's passing, this very prominent rapper in the late 90s, early 2000s, let's go back. Let's talk about us, the music in the 90s-ish era that meant something to us. If you guys could illegally download something on Morpheus, Napster, LimeWire, what have you, and then burn it illegally onto a CD... As long as it's less than 72 minutes or 14, 15 tracks. <laughs> oh, you remember the, yeah, the yeah, rule? Yeah. The oh, yeah. That was the, that was the rules. rules. Yeah, there was yeah, the rules, man. Yeah. What would be on your mixtape? Well, I, I th- if we might have more than a few. So we'll go one by one around the table. Just give me a song that meant something to you from that time. Uh, I think Ham has his categorized. Right. Yeah. So, well, I, the, maybe we can follow Ham's category. So, Ham, you go first. Well, I mean, no, yeah, no yeah, everybody yeah, just do. Yeah. Okay, okay, Ham, give me, give me your first mixtape song. So, I mean, the, the, the way that I had it set up... Was what do you like, burn into play so, in the prism? Because I'm thinking like there, there are three categories. Basically, it's like the hip-hop, R&B, yeah, uh, like rock and metal, yeah. and then just like pop, don't judge me if I pick hey, something. Yeah, 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 there you go. You know? so, <laughs> so, on the, so, I'll go first on the, on the, on the hip-hop, R&B side. Uh, California Love, right, would be um, on my list. Right? By the way, yeah, I, I should clarify, my, again... My relationship to music is very shallow. So basically, this is just anything I heard on the radio. I never That's probably no. most people though. Yeah. Right, but I most of our songs are probably. I have hits. only bought one album, ever, ever, and and it was because I got a gift uh, card at Domino's. What was that album? It's gonna be in the rock uh, section. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, so let me of just of course in the rock real, section. So I'm just gonna go through these real quick. So Did you ever burn a CD, him? No. What? You never made a mixtape? No, that's not too much work. Wow. It, I mean, some, that's why they have radios. Just listen to it then. Wow. Oh I mean, I, by the way, to this day, I just listen to whatever Mike's playlist is. Like, I don't go out <laughs> of my way to like, you know. So, all right. Okay, go ahead. So, California Love, mm. Rosa Parks, yeah. uh, the No Diggity. Yeah, Black Street. Uh, Doo-Wop from Lauren Hill. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the uh, Real Slim Shady from Eminem. Oh, that's my that R&B song or the album. Pop-ish. Yeah, the Slim Shady LP. The, yeah, just the real the, Slim the, Shady. That, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, my name yeah, is yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Binium. Oh man, the first one, one is gonna be Fuck Simon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's legendary. Was that from the nineties? Hey, we gotta we gotta put that track on there. That is true. Yeah, that should be. We gotta find a way to get that track on the on the pod. Breaking news: Urban was our well, not ours. My sound engineer for that song. So. Shout yeah, out to Urban time. for yeah. uh, you know taking care of sound on that. Um, so that's the first one. Um, I got I got a lot of mine's all pretty much pretty much hip hop. Uh, Just give us give us give us two right now, and then we'll go to Mike. Okay, we'll come back. To um, Biggie, one more chance. Mm-hmm. Okay. More money, more problems. All right. All Biggie all day. What you got, Biggie? Mike? Biggie. All right. So here's my 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 my. I have like Ham. He said you know pop and and all that stuff. So my thing. I'm gonna give you. 
the way I did my mixtapes. Okay. I'm not gonna really give you songs. I'm just gonna give you an artist. Okay. These artists, I okay. I will rock whatever is on their list and their in their in their portfolio or whatever. So what I used to do is okay, pop got that. But what I used to do back in the day, because I was a, a little fuck boy, right? Like I was like, <laughs> you know, I was caking, caking them hoes, uh, right? So I, I, I used to have like I used to make. You were the Michael like, B. Jordan of Clarkson. I was out, out yeah. I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was trying to pull the Lori Harveys that been with my other motherfuckers. <laughs> but anyway, listen up. So I would make love mixtapes and shit like that to like, hey, you my girl. Like, yo, I'm going to make this like mixtape. So I would include like Drew Hill, some Ooh, Boys the okay. Men, some Shy, like Just a Friend type shit or like Casey and JoJo. Oh, my so basically songs that would be like on the, the Quiet Storm. Yeah, yeah like Jodeci and Genuine, like all that shit. Like that's, that's okay. the mixtapes I would make for like every girlfriend I had under, you know, within the college and high school, I would make these love mixtapes and positive, recycle that shit. Positive feedback. People would, oh, oh yeah. Oh, you love, you feel about this about me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Whatever I said. Yeah. Whatever's on uh, the 15 tracks. That's how what I about, feel about you, baby. I swear. Would that make your mixtape? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me stop. But it was a Ryan Reynolds movie. Remember there's a Ryan Reynolds yeah, movie? Yeah. Uh, the, the, well, he's a fat ass yeah, and then he, he oh. slims down. That's the story of my life, you know? <laughs> but anyway, okay. it is what it is. You, so, you, you don't have any songs. You just got yeah. Artists. I just got the artist. Anything, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. in, in, in those artists yeah. portfolio, I'm rocking. Like just name that song and I'm down. Like oh man, I got so many, but uh, I'm just gonna do a couple. But I'll tell you a little quick little urban story time. So when I was at Georgia Tech as a freshman, uh, all these uh, kids there, they all did these land parties, which I had no idea what that meant. Right, land, and like land as local LA. area network internet right the the, the like land video. fucking geeks the, <laughs> so the whole the floor had a land and it was like you know beast speed back then it was like maybe on 100 megs which was amazing back then but nighttime it would always slow down because everybody would be gaming so these people tell me hey you should be gaming more and i was like i'm not really into games but i found this game called max Payne. First person shooter. Oh, they made yeah. a shitty movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Mila Kunis in there. Not good. <laughs> Trash. But it's a first person shooter. And I have my headphones in jamming. And one day, one of my boys, my boy in college, Ichiro, he came to me, took my headphones. He's like, hey, let's go have a drink. I was like, no, I'm busy. He took my headphones. Off. He's like, what are you listening to? He's like, you're like shooting up these people. What is this? He's like, are you listening to Aaliyah? <laughs> He's like, why you're shooting up all these people and shanking them? And I was like, yeah, man, I just turned the game volume off and I got my R&B. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you were so. listening? <laughs> Try again? Oh, I loved R&B. So <laughs> most of these songs, actually, in the 90s, I'm going to go R&B. So a no, couple, yeah, yeah, couple of names, uh, got to go Jagged Edge, right? Oh, I yeah. Oh, yeah, I want yeah, it. Yeah, Aren't yeah. they from Stone Are Mountain? Are they Atlanta? Stone yeah, Atlanta, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, I think they're from Stone Mountain, I want to say. They're actually in the same neighborhood as, remember Chris Jasper? Yeah, they went to Clarkson for like their first year. Jagged Edge, I'm going to go, I promise. The original and the remix, great songs. And then Leah, we're gonna. I'm gonna go four page letter. And then uh, Boys to Men, End of the Road, love that song. I don't remember if they played that at our high school graduation, but they should have. Yeah, they did. Uh, Ham, you got more tracks? What All right. Got? So on the uh, rock metal, you know that sort of uh, thing. So Metallica, oh Enter Sandman. By the way, on the on that school, oh, that's a very popular. Song. I did not like Metallica when I was in Canada. Uh, I was at my friend's uh, house, and his older brother would play Metallica all the time. No. And I was like, what is this garbage music, you know? And then after like a few visits, and usually a lot of things happen this way. I usually don't like something. And then after a while, I'm just like, I'm like can you play that garbage song again? Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah, I was like, yeah. and that's how I kind of got into. So yeah, so Enter Sandman Metallica, uh, Creep by Radiohead, uh, Kryptonite, Three Doors Down. Oh, yeah. I had that too. Uh, that, that guitar riff. 1979, yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. And then 
push from Matchbox 20. That's the only that's album I've ever bought, which is the Matchbox 20 album. So, All right. Um, well, that's interesting. Video, okay. give, me, give me some more tracks on that mixtape. I got that well, fire mixtape. Well, my, 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 my rock is a little different. Um, <laughs> Tupac, toss it up. What up, though? Um, <laughs> Master P, make them say. Oh. <laughs> you remember the video? Do you remember the video? Yeah. By the way, is he still Rishi? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He Percy, is, Percy P, he's, he's yeah. killing the game right now. Yeah. Man. He is. He's the guy. Is, he's writing like he's like an intellectual now, which is very interesting. Mm, yeah. He reads books um, and shit. Players ball. Reading one on one. Outcast players Sheet. ball. Yeah. That's definitely a, a one. Um, Missy Elliott, I can't stop the rain. Oh, those oh, are good. Uh, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott had a bunch of that hits. video was oh, yeah. hot, son. Yeah. One of my favorite songs of all time that just, you know, as a young man, just really did a lot of things for me. Back that thing up. Mm. My juvenile. Boy, so many. <laughs> so I had a note that I was gonna get to at the end of this segment. If uh, I go the rest here. of my life without ever hearing that song again, it won't yeah. be enough. No, like, man, I, could I don't shit ever want to hear that day. back that ass oh, song. Really? Day, son. It was great in the moment, but no. You know, it, now. you know, um, for the listeners, for the viewers, you know, Atlanta can be at times uh, segregated city. So you go to certain places, it's predominantly white. You go to other places, predominantly black. So when you go out to these bars or clubs, sometimes you're just praying sometimes. If you go to predominantly white bar, please play some hip hop, please, right? Yeah, Because they'll they start play, off with uh, yeah. sometimes pop 90s or whatever, and then they'll inevitably throw that song into the mix to appease the people that want to hear hip hop or like the little John Usher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like or 30 years later, like, come on, man. Yeah. Give or, us something more relevant. Or that song. Or if you go to reggaeton, they'll do like Gasolina. I'm like, oh, yeah. that song's That's like 20 years track. old. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we went to the Best in Brewery, they played uh, Kilo Ali. Uh, loving love, okay, that's okay. That's right. a little more like, uh, rocking to that. Hipster. Okay, but I'll come back. for you know, like for these for these days, like uh, Kid Ali, love your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that's like she, she says she never done it. She yeah. says she oh, never man. tried. She but that's a pretty good uh, uh, sanitized version of it. <laughs> that's true. Uh, better that's true. than the shit that we, well, we would talk about this on our thread a few weeks ago. This fucking uh, throat baby song. Oh, oh. throat baby. <laughs> oh my God. The beat is fire, you. but please, listeners, viewers, do uh, not listen. Don't not. Old listen man to the alert. Don't <laughs> read the lyrics. <laughs> that, that shit is hot, son. Oh. It ain't no better than uh, Kilo Ali, right? No, I thought I was watching a snuff film. It's it like, was, it's so it vulgar. <laughs> so what? <laughs> okay, Mike, I'll come back to you, Benny, if you have more. You All right. So this is my pop, like, okay. mixtape. I have to give it out to the boy bands. We know. As you know, in sync. Those are my ninja. Oh my God. You, you know, you got a particular one or two of theirs? Uh, Gone. That was, oh yeah. That's you know, a slow it was, one. Yeah. It was a little, little, you know, okay, to be fair, again, I was a fuck boy back in the day. So whenever I get broken up with, you know, I just make right? me a mix. Shut up, me. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, would, I would make a, I would do like Cry Me a River or Gone okay. uh, or something like that. You know, pick up my, you know, spirit or some shit. You. But, 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 but to be fair, how do you also, go you needed a little I, more ludicrous. I did. I, that's what I did. I put that in there. That, I would, I would do like a Usher thing. From, like the thing is, I don't understand. How do you go from what these bitches want from a nigga to Cry Me a River? That was door. Like those are my songs. Mike is multidimensional, though. Exactly, bro. Like, listen, like I would listen to like, ludicrous or something like to help me get over the the breakup like use a hoe yeah, i said that <laughs> like and that like that. my no, backstreet right, boys are in or, sync oh you're in sync all day i'm an insane i'm a backstreet tight but in my life and then okay so then also i have to give a shout out to my boy Cisco from Drew Hill. I'll be rocking that thong song. Oh, song. oh my oh, god! I never hear that song this, again. That's another one. This, yeah, that's an, that, that, and that thong one. song and back that ass up was the songs I got regular 
photo play mm-hmm. from from all the girls no matter what mood they were in if they didn't want to dance they were just rocking their hips to them songs so shout out cisco nice. what up though i'm gonna finish up and i'll let benium go after this but um I, I, I look i'm softer than the pl- the finest of pleather upholstery so i love me some celine dion because you love me i'm telling you man power of love oof that shit is too fire. And then Titanic? Uh, completely not not what I was into. But if you went anywhere in the Buckhead district back in the mid 90s, you would hear something called techno music, which I don't even I think they call it EDM now. I don't even know the difference. But there was a song. I don't know if y'all remember that Darude Sandstorm. Da-na-na-na. Come on. If y'all heard it, y'all would know it. That song. You did a terrible impression of it. Da-na-na-na. So I have no doubt. <laughs> you've been talking about that song. It wouldn't be on my mixtape per se, but it was just you would hear it everywhere. Binium. Oh, actually, my, Ham, you still got some. Yeah, this is, yeah. so this is my uh, last uh, pop um, judgment-free uh, zone. Um, so this I'm, really I'm, I'm, judgment-free. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, just the artist because any of these songs you can inter, you know change up. So NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, uh, I didn't never picked any. You both. are a 98 degrees guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that explains a lot. <laughs> now. Well, or LFO. LFO, yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> oh my God. So the terrible. yeah, Backstreet Boys, uh, NSYNC. There was, I don't know if I danced with somebody in middle school and I don't know why, but like Savage Garden. I oh, truly yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, mm. For some reason, when I was listening to, I was like, you got play off that song, bro? I, I, I was like 90. 90- in middle school. <laughs> Damn, getting it in. Damn, Damn okay. And the, the last group that I will say, and I, all of their major hits, I was like, who is this group? Ace of Base, like I've oh, oh, yeah. like yeah, all of their I, I saw the sign. Don't that turn the... around. Yeah, it's, I would. Yeah, I, I like a. I saw the sign. That she wants. All that she wants. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, that reminds me of uh, what's the name? I have to throw it in there. Uh, no doubt. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like a one-hit yeah. wonder though. Ace well, no, of Base was. I mean, no, they actually had a, a lot of good. Songs. Who's the one one hit? Not no, a, not no not, doubt. No, oh, no doubt has hits, bro. Out of here, man. All right. I don't let the, no, no doubt, no doubt. Gwen Stefani fans hear you, bro. You but you gonna get shanked. And she uh, had like different eras too. Ace of Base was good. Japanese you, thing. You I know? remember when we were young. Um, we were we were too young. We were we were like ten years old. But like Angel, uh, my cousin, his brother had an Ace of Base or his sister, and they, we we just played on loop. And you know, back when people bought CDs and that, <laughs> yeah, no, that album, yeah, nothing no, no, to listen to. <laughs> dog, that album design, it's got hits on hits on hits. All right, I'm gonna check it out and I'm gonna add it to the it's Mikey got Mo three list. major hits on it. I'm telling you, They're like okay. the ABBA of the 90s. That oh, was man. my determining factor on buying albums, believe it or not. I owned a bunch of albums. If I liked three to four songs, I would buy the album, okay, the total, the whole album. Benny, I've exhausted my list, so oh, oh, how oh damn, wait, wait hold Benya. on, hold on. I got two well, comments. Have, well, okay. Because most no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got no Jay Z after inviting him onto the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying like everything was hip hop, and we've kind of moved on from hip hop. Yeah. So I was like, well, eh, you know. Damn, how yeah. can you leave off "Runaway Train," the song that you karaoke to? "Runaway on a Train" is on, on my list, but I, I didn't want you to be harassing me about it. <laughs> oh come on, man! <laughs> oh man. Okay, that was a good uh, trip down memory lane. I thought, man, that was good. Uh, yeah, man. We actually had a lot more songs than I thought. So finally, we get to the topic that I thought this what this podcast was going to be about at its inception was sports, but it seems like uh, we've transgressed into other I, topics. We're giving the people what they like. They like to hear us talk about other yeah. things. I think sports. so. We're so, like- but we have to. The NFL draft is taking place. What next week? I think it is. Yeah, it did like before. It's like a few days before the uh, Oscars, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. time next week. Yeah. Actually, no, no. I'm sorry. It's taking place in almost two weeks. It's taking place yeah, two, Friday oh, before week? our next recording. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what we're talking about. And now, so there's actually quite a bit of storylines. Uh, typically, every draft, there's not a ton. There's who's going to be taken first, the quarterback this year. 
It's a whole lot of drama, and we all know not it's a number quarterback. One. Not a number one, we don't think. It's a quarterback-driven league, so there could be up to five, like five, six, potentially, yeah. first-round QBs. There could be the first four or five picks could be QBs. That would be unprecedented. So I got a few talking points here. First of all, let's go with Sunshine himself. Trevor Lawrence, T-Law, is he unquestionably the top pick? Unquestionably. Unquestionably, yeah. he is, and he's going to get drafted is, number one. Is, money in the bank, yeah. 100%. My boy from Clemson. He's is he surefire? To- is he surefire? Like, surefire. Yeah, in money in the bank. Is he into if- massages? <laughs> don't, do, don't, don't do me like that, bro. It's a sensitive, <laughs> it's a sensitive topic. It's a sensitive topic here. I mean, that was quick. So the 49ers, the Kyle Shanahan-led 49ers, who Kyle Shanahan is always going to live in infamy here in Atlanta after what he did to us as coordinator in the Super Bowl. But he got screwed I don't hold, I don't, head coach. Though. I don't hold as much beef towards him. But anyways, they traded up to get the number three pick in the draft, and people are like, wait, wait, why would they do that? Right? They must be going to get a quarterback. Oh, yeah, that porn star quarterback is not going to yeah. make it Yeah, No, Garoppolo but people, people were surprised, and then they're like, okay, well, could they're definitely going to get, like, I don't know, Justin Fields, one of these guys, and then reports start coming out. Alabama's quarterback, Matt Jones, Jones. Yes. looks like the consensus guy there, even though a lot of people have him rated lower. So you guys think the 49ers are going to so draft be, Mac Jones? Before, so, so number one, the Jaguars, right? Yep. So they're getting a Urban quarterback. Meyer. Number two, the Jets are also getting a quarterback, right? Probably yeah, Zach Wilson. Right, yeah. That's what everybody's saying. And so then number three, because of the – them moving, you know, taking moves, you think that's also so yeah, it is odd that it's gonna be quarterbacks, at least three. But do you think they're gonna go four. Mac Jones over Fields or Lance? Well, because I think Mac Jones is a little so, bit off the radar. So what's weird is like yeah. I stopped paying attention to the NFL when the Super Bowl ended. And mm-hmm. last I checked, it was Sunshine and Fields, right? Yep. And all these bums, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after, yeah, yeah. but now, now I saw a mock draft and and, exactly. and Fields is like at the bottom of the top mm-hmm. ten. Like he can eight, slip nine, ten. Yeah. And like where the the Patriots may try to move up to try to, to get, get, get one fields. of these hanger, yeah. you know, these remain. So people that haven't really been tested, like uh, Lance and uh, who's the other guy? The uh, there's Trey Lance and who's well, the- Zach Wilson has yeah, Wilson, played a yeah. ton either. Yeah. So yeah, well, he so, was all, he was not on the radar last year. Right. Yeah. And then I mean, Jones has has been uh, tested. He's played in, but you I know, mean, Alabama fields, usually didn't produce too many quarterbacks. Doesn't even have that many starts right. either, right? Because he didn't, right. he didn't that, play much at Georgia. But that's why, like, like. Trevor Lawrence is like the, the question because oh, like of he, he has been, more you know, starts. He's he gone, has, yeah, he's gone through his his freshman year was great. The, yeah, he had like a, a national title. Fumble, you know, and then he you know so he's yeah. been. You can kind of tell where he's gonna like. I always say, there's a rich so man. Do you, do, do uh, you think they're taking Mac Jones or? I think they're gonna take a quarterback. I can't commit I, to a quarter a which quarterback, mm-hmm. but I think they're they're gonna definitely. I, take I a think they're gonna take Mac Jones. Just uh, the 49ers are gonna take Mac Jones just because he's. He's Matt Ryan light. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. What he's not looking for. The, who's their coach? Shanahan, right? Shanahan, like yeah, I think Shanahan. Shanahan is just looking for a guy that doesn't go improv, and that's the Justin Fields. They're gonna naturally want to use their talent to get out of situations, kind of like a Michael Vick. Like they just want to naturally. I'm gonna move out the pocket. He wants a they, play. Kyle Shanahan yeah. is a big play action guy. He's about the running game. Matt Ryan yeah. under him. He they were like the best play action team. And I think that's what he. I think that's what he thinks. Mac Jones is best in the pocket potentially yeah, as a passer. but Jones had two other two receivers that yeah. are going in the yeah, top Waddle 10, top and 15. Waddle and yeah. yeah. So like, did he benefit from a great O line? The two are, oh, of course. Like the two ridiculously argument. good receivers. That was the two yeah. argument. Right. Now the right. two has been a little bit right. Yeah. So basically, see him so now. right. So basically, it's like you know th- that's the problem with schools like Alabama. They are like an all star team. Yeah. And so, 
how good is the quarterback really? I mean, he played really well. I mean, his completion percentage is unreal. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like close to 80%. So like, that's kind of like the question mark, basically other than, I think other than, than Lawrence, uh, a lot of question marks, but like, if you're a team, you need to make moves. You need to try to, mm-hmm. you know, so you did mention Justin Fields. So I think before uh, all the, uh, analysis happened after the season. I think the consensus thought was it's Lawrence and Fields. And there was some argument to be made that it could Fields yeah. could be number right. one. Right. People just said based on the talent. And then he had his uh, pro day and he ran like a 4-4-4. Four, 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 and people were like, wow, Fields is like... And what he did in that... Sorry, Mike. But what he did against Clemson with like broken ribs. And yeah. he had a monster game. So people were like, Fields, he's the guy. 1A, 1B. And now yeah, his, at least that. Yeah, I still his think, stock yeah, is yeah. seeming to drop Why? now. And there's these... So there's these rumors tropes stereotypes people are saying that like the black quarterback gets a lot and i mm-hmm. we have, we can parse this out but people are saying the reports are you know last one in first one out he mm-hmm. can't read defenses and these are a lot of the stereotypes the first option the first option yeah. so he'll just kind of lock in on so these these mm-hmm. are a lot of the stereotypes mm-hmm. that has followed a lot of black quarterbacks over the years through the draft process so a lot of pundits are saying, yo, if you watch the tape and stuff, this stuff is not really true. And if you talk to his teammates, they're not saying his work ethic needs is it, to be challenged. Is this still yeah. happening? Because I thought that whole stereotypical no, black still, I mean, like, I mean, look, if you look at the that's league, what I mean, Russell be- Wilson and uh, Deshaun Watts, like there's a lot of quarterbacks that are basically that- inside people that remain anonymous are kind of feeling like he, you know, Justin Fields has these issues. Any chance. They're doing this so that he, he his draft status is lower so that they can get so out. like because if I were the Patriots, uh, I would mm-hmm. I, I would talk shit about somebody that I want. Patriots are known for doing and all then kind of stuff, move man. up because because I, I, I'm surprised you know because he played do you, for do you, Ohio State. Do you I, think Justin Fields should be? I don't know. Well, where do you think he should be drafted in terms of the quarterback order? Second, second, yeah. Like yeah. If he fell to like the fifth quarterback taken, would you be like, holy shit? I would be surprised. Yeah, because I mean, I, I'm not sure. Because are the others, uh, are they slated to be projects or they're basically day one? They're expected to. Lawrence, day one. Zach I mean, Wilson, yeah. I think day one. Mac Jones, I think is a, we mm, don't know. Trey Lance yeah. and Fields are the two guys I that people are like, well, you know, uh, Trey Lance for sure. Because okay. he's only played like yeah. 17 games in his whole career. even but, high hasn't, but same thing with Mac Jones. Don't they have the same amount of starts? Mac Jones and but Mac Jones played a lot in high school. I think I don't think, but Trey Lance didn't even play last year. They played one game in North Dakota, right, yeah. and he didn't look so good. Yeah, so it's kind of like whatever. But by the way, we kind of skipped over this. Uh, there is no scenario where the Falcons get a quarterback. Right? No, we're gonna okay. okay. We can yeah. talk about that right uh-huh. now. No, no. What do you mean? There's no scenario. No, I'm just saying like is because I mean if they had like the tenth pick and then somebody fell to them, why couldn't why couldn't the Falcons get the best of both worlds? Trade back just a few picks, right? Maybe so I, maybe yeah, to the sixth pick, maybe right. the eighth or tenth pick, right? And and then like get a Fields falls to them or Fields something? Lance, one of those guys probably. Because right. somebody yeah. will because not I would say. You, Fields or Lance, that would be a good fit for the Falcons. Okay, push come to shove, Ham. Falcons drafting the quarterback to be Matt Ryan's successor, yes or no? On the fourth pick without trading down. No. No. So what do you think? They'll go they'll, trade they'll probably, or they'll get they'll Kyle probably Pitts? trade back. They'll probably try to – at least they'll, they'll make an attempt to try to, yeah. like you're saying, get the best of both. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean – Continue to believe in floppy-ass Matt right. Ryan. <laughs> well, yeah. What, I mean, we're committed to the man for – at least another two more years, right? With that you game can always But I mean, Matt Ryan game. could be basically like Alex Smith. And then the person they draft, like Lance, could be, you know, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes you know. Yeah, yeah they'll for a year and then they'll get rid of him. So do you, th- this leads me to my next point. Do you believe in the theory? There's a theory there that someone says, some scout said, you can never pay too much for a franchise quarterback. There is no price that is too high to get somebody like Deshaun Watson or whoever, Mahomes. There is no price. 
So do you believe that? Do you- I, I mean, clearly that's not true because the Bears had a line that they would not cross to get Russell Wilson. No, no, you but know? do you believe? I'm asking no, you, do you. No, no. Would you mortgage everything to get the no. quarterback of your future? Because, no. I mean, like with my team, the Colts, you know, when Andrew Luck, they didn't have to do any of that, and they had a shitty team around them, and it didn't go anywhere. Right? You yeah. need to have a solid team, and then you have to have a solid quarterback, you know? And sometimes you kind of get lucky, like, through the draft. Like, all the best situations are – through the draft and so you don't want to overextend yourself and try to do too much we'll give you all the first round pegs because like i think that's not worth it i will say i mean uh, the whole drafting at a need and stuff okay i know uh mahomes was an outlier a little bit but kansas city chiefs the year before the draft mahomes they were in the playoffs they did great alex smith was a pro bowler he was great yeah yeah, that yeah yeah and yet did they need a quarterback nope but they right. traded up to right. get Patrick Mahomes, right. and one year later he became exactly right. who he but was yeah, starting. So that's a so path. yeah. So but, for the Falcons, I would say, do you need a quarterback? No, no. Matt no. Ryan is good enough no, right. not to win a Super Bowl. I don't think, but he's good enough to be a get playoff the playoffs. Team. Yeah. But if a guy's there who could be the truth, let's just say Lance. Trey but Lance it, or, do you think? Do you think the front office of the Falcons thinks? Like I think there's promise, but I don't think there's. Like I don't even think, but I don't even think the Chiefs knew that Mahomes would be who he was. But I think they saw enough raw talent on right. tape because yeah. you know they had the thing with uh, Tyree Kill preseason. They asked him when he first saw Mahomes, he was like, "This guy's not an NFL quarterback." Like his rookie year, because Mahomes, his, uh, was, Mahomes was the green. way he talks. He barely played under center and stuff, like everything. Yeah. So, but obviously the talent won out there, and they right. coached him up. So. That's if I'm the Falcons, we, I would get a quarterback. Now, if you could drop back a couple spots and still get the guy, yeah. But I wouldn't just so like – So even – I wouldn't get like Kyle Pitts and then just wait till second or third round to get a quarterback. Right. No. Yeah, yeah, no. That, I don't even that think that would be worth it. Yeah. We ain't even got a backup right now. They ain't even Matt Schauber time. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, basically, we have no there will be a run on the quarterbacks early, so you can't wait for – because, I mean, after these five quarterbacks, like, who's left? It's basically slim. Do we think the time. Patriots are going to trade up? It depends on. They never um, do hardly. I, I think. That, I think they're gonna do the same thing they do every year. No, I but think I, I think gonna they're they're gonna have that as a possibility. Basically, it's like depends on how it shakes out. You know, if the Falcons do something, like it depends on what happens those first like six picks. Who do you want the Colts to draft? First round. Any? <laughs> no particular player. Because basically, once you're like 18, 19, 20, it's like it's kind of hard to figure. You know, like yeah, it's, yeah. It's not like you basically. But as far as positions, like a edge edge rusher or offensive lineman, basically. Yeah. That's you know, because basically like at running back, the Colts are set. At quarterback, begrudgingly, we're set. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the team Lince. is overall good. So like I'm thinking just a pass rusher or another like a like a left tackle, something like that. All right, final thoughts, NFL draft. Do y'all want to see anything happen? Are you curious about where a player lands? What about your boy, Etienne? Travis Etienne? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he the number one or two rated running back? Yeah, he's yeah. number one, two rated. Uh, maybe the... Hmm. Damn. What, what do you have him projected, though? Or I think mid, late first round, probably. Uh, I, I want to see him. Obviously, he's going. I want him to get drafted in the first round. But no, I don't have a particular team where I think he would be a great fit. Maybe like... Pittsburgh or They'll something. Probably end up with I want to see Lions or something. Pittsburgh like team. I want to oh, see what Sunshine yeah. does, man. Trevor he gonna Lawrence. light it up, bro. I'm gonna get oh, me yeah. a T. Law. He's gonna be playing from day Jags. one, and there's so much hype on this guy, and I, yeah. I don't know, man. I haven't been as sold on. Did him you Did you read the Sports Illustrated uh, article? No. 
<laughs> well, that was easy. But anyway, it was a great article. Okay. Uh, about about Sunshine? Yeah. I, I was worried that the Colts would have to face two Clemson quarterbacks in the AFC South, but maybe only one. Yeah, one in, one out. You know, <laughs> get rid of the other guy in Houston. <laughs> and, and you guys, Mike <laughs> in particular, was getting on me a few weeks ago when he was my grease ball of the week, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And that's a snowball I, that's I rolling down. I cannot. I, I'm sorry, D. It's not looking oh, good. Oh, D4. D4. What you was the number, four, bro? You got the 30? What was the number? Of the, I, once it got to 20, I was like, bro, I can't. I can't. Bro, what do you want me to do, man? I spotted you 19 accusations. Exactly. What you got to 20, bro? I can't. Well, speaking know, of man. grease balls and fillets, let's end the pod here. We always got to save a little time for Benium's favorite segment, the grease ball and fillet, where Benium handpicks the topic we just talked about and inserts it into the <laughs> grease ball or fillet award. I'll let Benium lead off. I think we, we a few of us might have some nominees benjamin you got a grease ball fillet of the week yeah unfortunately today it's not the person that we just discussed it's gonna be matt gates oh your boy man this guy you know (laughs) underage girls drugs rock and roll like it's it's just a but tell me you can't do that and then unless you're in the movie belly and by the way (laughs) by the way his uh his his friend his supposed friend has already because he's been investigating he's already cooperating with it what's that they already they, they haven't confirmed what he they they're they're speculating. Basically, the idea is that they, they were doing some sort of like sugar daddy arrangement through the his friend. So they right. would basically get girls. Some were under the age of eighteen, at least one, uh, and and <laughs> they think one. that yeah, they right. think they're There's being many. slick by by we're not paying for the sex, we're paying for company, company or I'm yeah. giving you a gift to stay at this hotel, but the sex part is for free. So that we're we're not breaking any laws. Seems it's not like the Justice Department hasn't heard of this scheme before where you're like, oh, I'm paying $200 for this Coke can that this girl gave me. And also yeah. separately, we're having sex. It's like <laughs> they can do the math. And yeah. these idiots are using like Venmo. Yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. And that they're disguising it, it as like, oh, scholarship or tuition. Or... <laughs> but the thing that makes it worse is like now he's kind of jumped on that whole Trump base to like back him up because he knows that no matter what, they're going to be behind you. I think people have abandoned him. The Trump base? No, uh, Gates is now oh, like a... Yeah, yeah. basically, like, wait a minute. Like, I didn't know you were like a Trumper. And then all he, of a sudden now, after this whole scandal, yeah. he's like... Oh, no, he's... You know, oh, no, no, yeah. he's from the jump in one of these knuckleheads, right? Oh, and yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't uh, I didn't know too much about him. But he he's trying to, like, get support, and everybody basically has abandoned him. Like, even, like, the uh, Trump hasn't really done anything uh, in his favor. Uh, when the story broke, uh, real quick... He went on Fox News to, to speak to Tucker Carlson and he tried to rope Tucker Carlson in. He's like, you know, we did a, a, a dinner date, you know, it was you and your wife oh. and me and this girl. And then Tucker Carlson, <laughs> like, uh, I don't remember that. Like, like what, bro, no, sir. Like, why are you trying to, like, you're in trouble. Like, like why are you trying to, this that's like you're like drowning and the next person next to you is trying to drown him too. It's like, hey, what are you come doing? On, man. I'm, don't, I try to give you like an opportunity because he's still a shithead, Tucker Carlson. So he's like, I'm trying to help you. And you're trying to dig me into this. You got a fillet. Uh, so what's your fillet, Benio? My fillet is uh, Anthony Fauci, man. I don't know if oh. you saw him speak. Okay. With, uh, Jim Jordan. It, it, oh, uh, that that interaction. Oh uh, yeah, that was just like, come on, man. Like he <laughs> he did a really good job dodging all the main issues and just like getting to the point. A lot like, of uh, conservatives you know. don't like uh, man, Fauci. Man, fuck this guy Fauci, man. I'm sorry, man. He's all over the place. Yeah, man. one minute he's like, oh, this and that. I'm like, I can't. I'm hey, refused, man. We'll be open What's in April. Oh, no, we're not going to be open for a while, man. Fuck this guy, man. And <laughs> I'm all for mean? I'm all for masking and vaccine. Uh, I'm, but he's all over the place. At like, this point, I think up, he's bro. just a fucking uh, publicity whore. 
He, yeah. He'll just get on TV all the time. He'll say anything. Oh, boy, the tide has turned on Fauci. Uh -oh. What's that guy? Uh -oh. <laughs> uh -oh. There was an article, actually, uh, that said, you know, have we heard enough of Fauci? Or like, there was an article basically making the same argument that Urban did. Yeah. Like he it, was, it, he was cool at first. Now you're just yeah. like, we, man, we, we took on, his man. word as the gospel. Everyone right? did, but he's been kind of wavering. He knows what he's talking about though. Like he yeah, really does but Come on, man. The people about. listen to you. You need to take a stand. And yeah, I don't know. He took anyway, a stand. Can't so ride that fence. It's okay. And I'm not, that's not a bad filet. I disagree. I mean, wait, no, he was your, yeah, he, he was, was his filet. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go next because I, I feel like somebody might take my grease ball. So I want to, there's no way you're going to, okay, maybe not. So I'm going to go, we're going to keep it in Georgia here. Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, this could yes. be a publicity stunt here, but she's launching this America's First Caucus, which is about calling for common respect for uniquely Anglo-Saxon political traditions. Basically, white supremacy, crap, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how legitimate this all is, or is this a publicity stunt? Right. Definitely a grease ball. Yeah. <laughs> My filet. She's, she's have... making a lot of money, by the way. Like, she's yeah. making she's a like, ton yeah, she of money from this. this which is troubling thing. that uh, she's... Playing, well, she was playing footsie with white supremacist kind of thinking, but now <laughs> oh, it seems yeah. like they're kind of coming out in the open, like with this Anglo, Anglo or like English types and Saxon, German. So basically like Germans. And I mean, you remember on the weird. last episode, I was telling like they were talking about like, is America more racist or are the Brits more racist? Like, did you guys watch that, that skit yeah. that I sent you guys? Was it through Daniel, Instagram? Daniel Kalula or whatever his was. Oh, was no, I didn't see it. Like I saw the, the link, but no. He was like, Britain is so racist that they're the most racist of British people are like, yo, we got to go to America and just, you know, <laughs> down a little bit. Like, that's how bad it is in Britain. So I have right. a filet. This is completely off the radar. I know nobody has this. And I don't even really know that much about it. But when I saw this, I was like, holy shit. Greg Bibb. Does that name ring a bell to anybody? Not at all. He's the president of basketball operations. For the Dallas Wings, a WNBA franchise, they just had their WNBA draft. They had five picks in the top 13. They oh, had wow. the first pick, Stack the second pick, the fifth pick, the seventh pick, did and they, the 13th pick. Did they trade up and do stuff? Or I they, have no idea. How do you But that, that is a fillet a of a fucking though? president of basketball no, operations. Hey, that's smart. No, but what I'm saying is, it was it a good class? Because if it's a terrible class, then it's kind of a bad, you know, like you gave up a lot <laughs> my, for my, nothing. You know uh, what I mean? I think uh, my knowledge of the WNBA is about as limited as Ham's was when he made his dime piece all-star team. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. So that's my fillet. Ham, you got I, a grease ball fillet? I, I don't have a uh, fillet is a good one, right? So I just have a grease ball. And I know this is uh, breaking the rules of your great uh, segment. Is Binyang. it Simon? It better not be. It's not a human. This okay. is. Oh, my God. This is. A, I don't care about this animal society. So <laughs> President Biden has two dogs. One of them is a rescue, right? Mm -hmm. And this rescue dog, I don't know if it's major or champ. Oh, yeah. One of, Ma yeah, major, major. One, yeah, major. this is major, major pain in the ass, right? So. <laughs> They made a big story during the transition and during the first few weeks for the first time ever, the White House is going to have a rescue and they're doing all these pieces at these stupid little shelters about oh, the dogs and blah, blah, blah. This dog has already bitten two people, right? <laughs> I still haven't seen, by the way, they kind of keep on talking it down like, oh, just a little nip. No blood, no mm -hmm. this. It's a rescue, though. We have not seen any it's proof, traumatized. We have not seen any proof of life of ah. like how severe he may have mauled somebody to death and they would play it down. Oh, just a little uh, accident. So he's given rescues a bad name. They need to get rid of this. One more <laughs> screw up and you're out. Like this dog is just not working out. Kill him, shank him. And, and also, anytime he fucks up, the other dog who's been on their best behavior has to go to like back home or whatever. Oh, is that you how know? they do it? 
So yeah, the basically, the, dog has to, like, because basically, because because they always, you know, like they always, you know, these. Uh, oh, they want their own staff. Like, they want their own pets. And no, but you know, in the, in the press shop, you know, uh, when they do the uh, briefings, you know, these people are asking questions, and they're like, "Oh, what's going? Oh, we didn't see the dogs out," you know, and they're like, "Oh, they went back to Delaware <laughs> at the the main residence for just, you know, it's a little overwhelming. They're not used to so many people." I'm like, you know, the other dog is also not used to so many people. How come he's not biting people? You know, this major dog, yes. greaseball of the week. Oh my god! <laughs> Ship him out. You're, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. I mean, two chances. I mean, I, I didn't say no, he's a dog. Pre- it's not his fault. I mean, uh, the president should be the greaseball for having the dog. Get there. him out of there. He made. He, well, it's know, like a little like one-year-old baby. You can't blame them for biting man. people. Like, you remember a... we talked? You know, there, there's addiction, but there's also trauma. I think these dogs were suffering from trauma. So not these dogs. One dog, champ. Good job, champ. Hey, Major. Peter, don't come for us. I'm vegetarian. Okay. I'm good. At the very least, can we downgrade him to minor? Like, just change his uh, name to yeah, minor. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Dog. Or d- downgrade him private. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For- <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Or just dog doe or something. Like, they don't even give him a name. That stupid little dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, little Mike, Mike, you got a All right. Ball, you got so, a my grease ball and filet are, uh, they are in the same story. Okay. Okay. So, my grease ball of the week is a stripper. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm doing this. This is for my, um, it's for the culture, right? Since we didn't touch on it. Man, if you say for the culture, one more goddamn (laughs) time. For the culture, baby. I don't even know what that means anymore. What the culture is. No, don't. That's too long. (laughs) I don't know. For the culture. For the culture. You're calling out a stripper. So I'm calling out this stripper with the handle at B-E-E-L zero love or whatever the hell ever. B-love. Whatever. Anyway. So she posed a question on her IG saying, and it was like, um, it was 120s and $1 bills, and they were all of Usher's face on it. And she posed the question on there, ladies, what would you do if you danced all night for Usher? And he threw this. So basically, she was insinuating that she got bogus cash from Usher. But never directly club. accused him of it. But never directly accused him of this. But she posed the question, right? It'd be illegal to do that. Right. You know, currency, so she's uh, the grease ball because I think she was clout chasing. She, by oh. clout chasing, she just wanted to get some attention from the gram or from, the from social, right. social media. Even well, from the buffer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So turns out Usher... They interviewed TMZ. Went out there, was like, "Yo, what's up with this?" Yeah. The club Sapphire in Las Vegas was like, "No, Usher was amazing. He right. he tipped the strippers, the back bar. Like he was, it was it was an amazing experience. Right. Usher hooked everybody up okay. with real money. Okay, so they don't know what the hell this stripper's even talking about. So the reason why she got a hold of these usher bucks quote unquote was because his friends at the end of the night they were all having a good time usher paid everybody but at the end of the night they just threw a couple of the fake dollars okay on on the yeah. stage promotional material as promotion, promotional material so she's my grease ball for clout chasing okay so my fillet though okay. is usher oh smart smart man the reason for these Usher bucks Do you was think he because, uh, planned this whole heist? I, I don't know. Do in cahoots? They could have been cahoots, but either way, he's the filet because he's fucking genius. Because a woman can be a filet? What are you? She, she, no, no, she's no, no, a mastermind. No. He's smart. Okay. He, Actually, well, now, that, now that I think about it, why would a stripper be so careful to not incriminate, right. indict Usher about this fake cash and do a hypothetical, if not 
to garner publicity. Right. And why so would she, she want to do that? It, she thought it was a win-win. She thought it could be a win-win. Right. Hey, I'm promoting ushers. The reason why I call him a filet, it's smart. It's marketing. He is promoting his new residency in Las Vegas. Is he going to be throwing usher bucks at this residency? Obviously, people okay. are going to want to get these usher bucks. I don't bucks. understand why, why is he promoting a residency? Doesn't he live he, there? Is it a hotel? No, no. He's, no, he's a residency. A, he's going to no, be a musical artist. act yeah. at at a because, hotel oh, like a Britney Spears or Jabba Walkie. Right, yeah. I mean, Basically, yeah. when you become an irrelevant musician, you go to Vegas. Yeah, when well, you become an irrelevant musician, you know, kind of like the Backstreet the Boys way. did I the just, same I thing. I just want to say, um, I'm not the biggest fan of Usher. I've seen him in Linux a few times. Stop. He's a jerk. Stop. So, he's he's hiding, son. He's hiding. Oh, he's like Omorion was going to be a better Usher, right? <laughs> no, no, no. That was Chris Brown, but that's a whole different. Oh yeah, we. You knew you sure know how to pick them there, Ben. Nobody, nobody had Usher on their mixtape. Usher had some good shit. I, back in there. Usher had some good music. Usher, did I? That. But personally, not you the got a time. bad. Come on, man. That's you got it. Mm. Got it back. But anyway, that's my fillet and grease ball of the week. All right, closing thoughts, guys. We wrapping it up. Wrap it up. I'm done. I'm done. I'm good to go. I don't. I. It was a. It was. It was very uh, stressful week with all the you know incidences as being African American in this country. But you know, and a Muslim. And, and oh, Muslim yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, Especially it's now. Good recording at night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Happy Ramadan. We can all do our iftar here. Friends out there. Where I want to go get some iftar. Right. <laughs> also, I I got my uh, for anyone paying attention. I got my second shot, and it was nothing. It was totally nothing. <laughs> Wait, one more weekend. No, He'll, no. As what he about says it, he's in the hospital. Easy what work. about your arm? Oh, there was not some slight, you, uh, you know, whatever, which That's is uh, right. to be expected. But there was nothing. I think they gave you a placebo shot. Where did you get it, Ham? I got it on Thursday, 48 hours ago. Oh, okay. So, okay, so, so tonight. Let's see Never. I'm telling you, man. If, if it, when, when, he, when we go to the a brewery and he passes out, second shot, your fault. <laughs> for, for, for many people, this has been a serious guys. thing, but this experience personally to me, this virus has been a dud week. <laughs> Considering you had it already, though. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. I've, I've beaten it three times. Or Ham's one, body slammed the actual virus when he got it, and now he put the vaccine in. So the it was a hoax. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's for real. It's just not affecting me. I'm going to get a bad uh, whatever when I'm older. I'm going to get like chicken pox for adults because I never got it when I was young. I'm going to be. I, my yeah, luck shingles. is going to end. Shingles. Yeah, yeah totally my, my luck streak is going to end at some point. And okay. Be, but so far, so good. Okay. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Subscribe on YouTube. Check us out on iTunes, everywhere else, Spotify. Thanks again, guys. Deuces.